Hello fellow global citizens. Do you have the moment to talk about veganism? The truly grassroots vegan revolution needs your help. The climate is changing and it won't stop until we all do what the good grown-ups on the TV tell us to do. If we all don't do exactly what big finance and the smart grown-ups at the UN, IMF, World Bank, big foundations and Fortune 100 say this poor 16-year-old human shield won't get her future back. This is a real emergency and there is no time to ask questions. What have you done to change your life? Like you said, you do things that you can do to look yourself uh, in the eye and, and, and know you've done enough. What have you done? Um, I have done... Uh, I have stopped flying and I have gone vegan. I have a shop stop. It means you don't buy new things unless you absolutely have to. Oh, hi there. It's uh, Ellen DeGeneres here. Uh, I was scrolling through the gram and I noticed that a lot of people are talking about eating less meat, which I think is a fantastic idea. Um, just, it's a great idea for the planet. It's a great idea for, for your health. It's a great idea for the animal's health. Um, so eat less meat. Unless you're a vegan and you don't eat meat already, then good for you. So you don't even need to pay attention to this. But uh, for the people who do eat meat, just try to eat less of it. Just maybe, just uh, maybe eat it less once a week or, or none a week or just you know like if you eat it every night don't eat it every night eat it less than that you know four nights a week would be okay but like three or two nights or just one night a week would be the best anyway it's really the point is it's better for you and it's better for the environment and uh and and for the animals eat less meat hashtag eat less meat hey be neat no meat be neat eat less meat hashtag be neat Eat less meat. Hashtag bye-bye. I believe we need to reallocate the world's resources because sharing is crucial. The climate crisis is a battle for solidarity, a battle for human rights and children's rights. I feel so powerful knowing that Ellen the generous and courageous 16-year-old human shield Greta are also vegan activists saving the planet with me. The UN needs to reallocate all the world's land and resources. The science is clear. The smart adults from science say that the global mega corporations in the World Business Council for Sustainable Development like Bayer Monsanto, Unilever, Cargill, Shell, IKEA, Nestle in the good philanthropists at the Rockefeller Foundation, the MacArthur Foundation, the World Resources Institute, the IMF and the World Bank will all help reallocate all the world's land and resources and ration us sustainable nutrient-fortified plant-based kibble so we can stop off-gassing toxic CO2 and polluting the world with toxic human babies. The British royal family, close friends of philanthropists Jimmy Savile and Jeffrey Epstein, just want to help us reallocate the world's resources to save us from the climate. With all of that activism, some might think you'd be exhausted. But look at you, and listen to you, you know the secret. That in fighting, that in giving back, in fighting the good fight, it doesn't exhaust you, it energizes you. This is an emergency and we must do this now. Climate change is a humanitarian issue, not a political one. The transnational corporations, banks, 
and philanthropists like the UN, the royal family, Jimmy Savile, and Jeffrey Epstein need to reallocate the world's resources and feed us nutrient-fortified plant-based kibble to make everything happy and equal. Being vegan is so easy and healthy. I am not a bigot. I will do this for the planet and the children. Let's take a look at vegan YouTube for some recipes for sustainable vegan cuisine we can eat in order to save mommy earth from the real credible death threats from the climate. How to do vegan in a food court. Everyone's got a food court in a shopping mall near you. Let's do one here. Let's go. I am so empowered as a member of this truly grassroots and not corporate controlled revolution for the animals and the planet against the bigot science deniers who won't obey the good grown ups on the TV. Vegan pretzel available here. Okay, now most food courts are pretty much the same, alright? Now first off on the left, sushi. You find any sushi place, they do vegan sushi at every single sushi place. You make sure they don't put mayonnaise or anything that's not vegan, any sort of weird fish stuff on there. Weird so fish stuff in real animal foods are so mean and bad and don't belong on my vegan soy sushi. Suffocated and stabbed to death packed up into pieces to be put in sushi, when you can have vegetables in sushi, tofu in sushi, so many things you can have in sushi that- There are so many good nice things made of soy that we can have instead of bad mean gross racist real foods. Why choose rotting dead fish when you can have vegan sushi? Boom, straight away, a vegan box. Most places do a vegan box now, you don't want to eat any murdered fish here, look. Mercury, fish, suffering, death, no point. A vegan box, delicious, look at that one. Really good. You can always get edamame beans as well. A little seaweed salad as well. Or you can ask them to prepare you some vegan sushi. Amazing sushi. Animal foods really so gross, so sad, so bad. Soy replacements so, so happy, so tolerant, so good. Sushi place will always look after you. All right, let's go. It is so much more healthy and sustainable to eat tofu made from mass-produced GMO. Monsanto soy grown by some of the extra people in South America living under a puppet government military dictatorship, funded by massive IMF loans given under the condition that all the extra rural people there grow patented GMO soy and corn for export instead of their heritage crops and spray pesticides and herbicides like Roundup on all their soil and devalue their currency so they become debt slaves and must sell their labor, land, and resources for cheap to the Fortune 100 companies, and members of the World Business Council for Sustainable Development who can strip mine it then have their debt slaves grow industrial soy to ship to China for processing into cheap roundup fortified tofu kibble they can sell to social engineered decadent distracted narcissistic westerners who these transnational corporations and banks educated into thinking they're saving the planet by doing exactly what the big investment banks and transnational corporations tell the screens they worship to tell them to do. You can easily have, instead of tandoori murdered animal, you can have tandoori tofu, tandoori seitan, you know, tandoori whatever other plant alternative other than pieces of flesh from an animal. 
purchasing this is powerful activism and will help the IMF give sustainable debt to all those extra rural people who grow my cheap food. The World Bank and transnational corporations are helping us help those extra South American and African debt slaves to go green and stop breathing toxic CO2 and killing and eating innocent animals so we can all move into corporate controlled total surveillance smart city coffin apartments and pay for our fortified vegan kibble, pharmaceutical drugs, and VR porn with social carbon credits to save the planet from the totally real and not made up hashtag climate crisis. Vegan, um, oh wow, oh no this is veggie, okay, so they've got it veggie and vegan separated which is good, these are all the animal body parts that you don't want to be eating, Merry Christmas not so merry for the animals, um, uh, let's have a look here, oh, oh, eggs are not vegan obviously, oh here look, avocado and toast. Wow, that looks really nice. This jittery effeminate 31-year-old boomer is so inspirational to me as a vegan activist. He is the best at purchasing vegan kibble. I wish everyone could know how good it feels to eat soy and corn-based vegan kibble instead of real animal foods. I do not even miss real animal foods. Real animal foods are mean and gross and not even good. Mass-produced vegan corporate kibble is way healthier and tastier and nicer and make me so happy. If we don't all do this the climate will keep changing and all the bad things will happen and Bambi and Simba will be murdered every day always. Any of these cakes vegan? Oh my god, those cookies are... Oh no, I was just, that says veggie not vegan, so I was just seeing that these are vegan. Oh wow, oh awesome, yeah that's cool. Can I just have these? Thank you very much, Ta. bye bye. Still a little taste test of this soup. Oh my lord. That's that's amazing. Wow. Actually, I can't think of a better thing for the animal rights movement to yeah. bro. Um I think one of the biggest issues with people going vegan is also the convenience factor. Yeah. It's too hard, what am I gonna do? This is where I eat. I go to this supermarket, I go to this restaurant, I get this fast food. I am not being used. I am a grassroots activist saving the animals and the planet. I have not been duped. Beyond Burger in all of their stores and they advertised it. Every store I drive past, huge billboards on the highway, I'm like, Plant-based meat options, this is amazing. Wow, they're really normalizing it. They're, the convenience factor is through the roof. Yeah. Incredible, I'm so Huge. happy. Absolutely, and, they, and they're selling out of it. Yeah. Um, so that's Tim Hortons. They did the same at A&W. Veganism is healthy and rebellious. Animal foods are not necessary. All our ancestors just take them because the patriarchy and capitalism. 12 bowel movements a day is normal and enjoyable. Soy is a great replacement for everything. Dr. Gregor is not frightening. If we don't all do this the planet will die. Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide and was working all alone. If I spend more energy on vegan activism I will stop craving real animal foods and questioning myself. Um, they, they go with their vegan friend, the vegan friend suggests why don't you just try it, try this. People start seeing, oh this is delicious and I feel pretty good that it isn't actually an animal. I don't like causing animal cruelty. I heard these are healthier as well. They're better for the planet too. They have just as much protein. 
It's huge. It makes a lot of sense. It's huge. They it have is. millions of dollars in marketing. They have restaurants all over the world. They can reach the mainstream like no other. They're you doing know? all the advertising for us, yeah. man. I'm like, thanks. Thanks for spreading the vegan message for us. I'm so stoked. But, but I saw them saying people who are emotionally against KFC would happily walk into Starbucks and get the oat, uh, get an oat latte. These vegan activists are mentally and physically healthy and are not sickly effeminate headcase is being used by multinational corporations, global banks, and big money foundations to push a transnational resource consolidation agenda. I want to reach those low-income families that are just eating meat, they never heard of vegan before, and they got they walk into McDonald's and there's a McVegan there. And they can choose that over the slaughtered enslaved dairy cow's body that's minced up yeah. in the other burgers, you know? Absolutely, man. And I think that, you know, yes, KFC, they kill so many chickens, so many dead chickens, millions, tens of millions. It's not, it's horrific. Yeah. But if any, anyone can change, anyone, slaughterhouse yeah. workers change, we change, people change, businesses change too. And if I was to like, you can't support KFC, you must only, I just think like, we, we don't, we're not in a position to have that flexibility to go, you can only buy vegan food from here. We need people buying vegan food from wherever it's available. We, you know, the world's like, oh God, we need radical change. We need radical That's change. Really we need people working from below. We need direct action from above. We need corporations putting on vegan options. We need everything working together. The money is there. If we can save the banks, if then we can save the world. I mean... I mean, there's, if there's something we are not lacking in this world, it's money. And I mean, of course, many people do lack money, but I mean, governments and these people in power, they do not lack money. Eat the kibble, bigots. What's up, biggest? Ah, I've got like a hundred and something bigots in the chat right now. What's up, everybody? What's up, guys? Like, you like how Joey Carstrong there is saying he wants to get he wants to get the low income families on the vegan kibble. Let's get the low income people who are already at higher risk of being malnourished, who are already at risk of you know putting their children in a position where they're going to be developmentally impaired due to nutrient deficiencies let's focus on getting those mcdonald's eaters to pull out the only thing worthwhile in that shitty mcdonald mckibble that they're eating let's pull out the animal foods from their diet and let's get them on an all <laughs> vegetable oil and freaking corn and soy diet how lovely. How lovely. Thank you, Joey Carstrong, for your uh, deep philosophic, phil, uh, that's, a, that's a cross between philanthropic and philosophic, for your philosophic and philanthropic endeavors for the animals, of course. All right, because we know all you vegans. We know all you vegans. You're just doing it for the animals, right? You want to get all of us low-income folks on that plant-based kibble. And you think you're doing it for the animals, right? But then who, who really profits from this? Who really profits from this? These same multinational corporations that started the so-called factory farming system that the vegans are so offended by. 
So they will willingly empower, embolden, and repeat the slogans of these, <laughs> repeat the slogans of these transnational corporations, international banks. They will willingly spit their bullshit to save the animals, to save the animals. And what is the result of getting everybody on their plant-based diet? It's the further empowerment of the very companies like Cargill, Monsanto, Bayer Pharmaceutical, Archer Daniels Midlands, all these huge multinational corporations, Smithfield, which is a Chinese company, last time I checked. All these huge multinational corporations have their fingers in different pots. These big corporations, they don't give a shit about meat as an ideology. It's not about that. It's about profit. And what's the most profitable food? The GMO plant-based mass-produced kibble. So these vegans, of course, they're working so hard for the animals. Working so hard for the animals. By doing exactly what these transnational corporations tell them to do. Yay! All right. What's happening, guys? What's up? We got Garland Farms up in the chat. Dark Magician says, my, uh, my mother's been vegan for many years. She's totally lost her mind. 70 years old. Can't believe she's still alive. She has a very strange personality. And 70, how many years has she been vegan? You said many years. I've known, I, I do know some vegan boomers and some long-term vegetarian boomers. I'll tell you what, those vegetarian boomers are doing a lot better than the long-term vegan boomers. Those long-term vegan boomers, they get saggy. They get saggy and they get really, really foggy. They get all foggy. So what else is happening, guys? What else is happening? Garland Farms, UniQ, Deputy Dave, Wade Reaver. All right, we got a good show tonight, guys. We're talking about, we're talking about all the fun things. We're talking about all the fun things. You hear the kids? The kids are over there in the bath next door. They're getting ready for bed. Just had a nice steak. Had a pretty decent day. Pretty decent day. How's everybody doing? Give you guys a reminder if you like the if you like these streams, if you like this content, there's a link down in the description below. Support with your energy. Support with your thumbs up. Support with your thumbs up and support with your super chats. The best way to send the super chats is via Streamlabs. With the uh, the inevitable demonetization, the complete demonetization of this channel, we all know what's coming. We all know it's coming. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen. I'm pretty damn sure it's coming. So that's the way to support. Support the stream with the link in the super chat. The uh, the Streamlabs link below. And y'all can send them super chats to this non-essential trans-vegan. Alright, we got, we got a bunch of stuff to talk about today. I think the, uh, <laughs> the background image is disturbing some of you. Some of you are disturbed. We have so much to talk about. We have so much to learn today. So, so much. But where do we even start? Where do we even start? Do we start with OnlyFans? Do we start with Dr. Gregor? Where do we even start? <laughs> I got like a hundred tabs of funny ass shit we can talk about today. It's been a few days since the last stream. Last stream we did with Sky, aka DD. You did it wrong. Shout out to you, you did it wrong. That was a fun one. That was a fun one. 
Uh, she, we got the face reveal from You Did It Wrong. We got to see that she's not just a cartoon. She's actually a person that has like the, the, the physical aesthetics of a cartoon still. <laughs> she dresses with the hair and everything. Cartoonish hair. Shout out to, uh, to Dee Dee there. Sky from You Did It Wrong. That was a good stream. All right, let's, first of all, what, what can we talk about? Let's talk about some current events before we get into OnlyFans, which is taking the world by storm. Before we get to OnlyFans, we got this clip. Like we said from the beginning, locking everybody down, treating us all like we are subhumans, calling us non-essentials, forcing us to wear muzzles, giving us this conflicting information that's constantly making us question the veracity of the sources of these information. Of this information that's constantly changing and shifting. Wear a mask, don't wear a mask. Asymptomatic spread, no asymptomatic spread. All right, well, chickens are coming home to roost and it's becoming a lot more obvious that what I've been saying from the freaking beginning is what's up. This is not about your safety. This is not about your health. This is about social engineering. It's about engineering us into being something different, into behaving differently, into giving up sort of our rights. You still alive? Yeah. So, <sighs> oh. here we go. We got a couple super chats. Hold on, I'm trying to figure out the Streamlabs notifications are not going through again. Where are my Streamlabs notifications? I get the notifications on the Streamlabs, but it's not feeding through to OBS. But no big deal, no big deal. I had some, I had some awesome little, little gifts and whatnot, but it's okay. Maybe we'll get it working later on. Sideshow Bob donated five bucks. Thanks, Sideshow Bob. And that was via he, he donated that via Streamlabs. That's the best way to do it, Streamlabs, because they don't take a huge cut. Sideshow Bob sends five bucks. Says big fan of the show. Could you cover the effects of the WAP video and the bisexualization of women? The effects I've seen in person are atrocious. They're gaslighting them. Yeah, man. I mean, this it, it it's insane. It's the, this insane dehumanization that's happening from every angles, right? Destruction of femininity, destruction of masculinity. Destruction of the youth, the destruction of the, the children's psyches in these schools as they're treating them like dirty little diseased rats. I mean, it's, it's atrocious. It's ridiculous. It pisses me off. But yeah, we, we can talk a little bit about Cardi. We ain't gonna, we're going to watch that video. We're not going to focus too much on that. We're going to get into the OnlyFans stuff later. To the hypersexualization of women and men. Simp culture. Porn culture. The destruction of our psyches, the destruction of relationships, right? Real human relationships. And the substitution of real human relationships, the substitution of complete false unreality for that. Right? Your digital assistant. You're gonna you gonna bang your digital assistant in your uh, in your, your Joe Rogan brand fleshlight while you're sitting there munching your vegan kibble. <laughs> this is this is the ultimate desired result, right, of these technocrats that are pushing all this nonsense. So yeah, we're going to talk about that. So thank you for the super chat. Appreciate that. Sideshow Bob. You guys are the reason you get these streams. You guys support. This is user supported, not YouTube supported whatsoever. Always demonetized. So I appreciate that. Sideshow Bob. General now donates five bucks via super chat. Says, we're creatures in the garden, carnivore before the fall. 
That's a really good question. That's a really good question. A great book. You want to learn a little bit more about Orthodox theology, Genesis. Check out this book, Genesis, Creation, and Early Man by Father Seraphim Rose. Unfortunately, started recommending this book to people. It's a big, thick one. Look at that. It's, a good, it's really good. The second half of this is one of the most uh, potent refutations in print of the nonsensical, completely, completely uh, dehumanizing religion of, guess what? Guess which one? <laughs> Darwinian evolution. So this is a great book. The chapter's on Genesis, very good. So before the fall, this wasn't meant to be a theological stream, but since you asked, before the fall, death did not exist, right? So creatures were not consuming each other pre-fall. We were not in a state of decay and death was not natural. Right, so that's why we say that death is not natural. And you see so many of these vegans, so many of the, uh, so much of the so-called secular world, right, which really doesn't exist. <laughs> the so-called secular world, completely obsessed with death, afraid of death, spiteful towards death, right, rage against the dying of the light. And the nihilists have no reason, right? Naturalists, Darwinian evolutionists have no reason. To put off death. Isn't death just natural? Shouldn't we embrace death from the Darwinian standpoint? And if it's just a natural part of life. So anyways, yeah, check that one out. Uh, Genesis Creation and Early Man. Where'd that book go? Genesis Creation Early Man by Father Seraphim Rose. Great breakdown of Genesis. Unfortunately, we started telling people about this book and it got sold out everywhere. It's not in print right now, but you can get a PDF copy of it. Uh, you can get a PDF copy of it. I know you can get one in Jay's Discord. So, all right. We got another Super Chat here. Thanks a lot for that one. Synagogue of Steak donates two bucks through Super Chat. Says, is it possible Petunia will be reincarnated? Petunia. Oh, Petunia. If Petunia's reincarnate, if Petunia gets reincarnated, what 90s song would she be reincarnated to? What ninety song? How about you, you have, uh, live? Lightning crashes, a new mother cry. Oh, I feel it coming back again, like Batunia reincarnating. Forces pulling from the center of the earth again. I can feel it, Petunia. Oh, I feel it coming back again. Like a little chicken reincarnated. You guys like that? You guys like that? You're welcome. <laughs> Alright, uh, DJ, look at DJ. What's up, DJ? DJ sent a nice big fat donation via the uh, Streamlabs. Appreciate that, DJ. Didn't even say anything. Sent a $36 donation. Really appreciate that, man. It's donations like that. You guys keep the streams going. You guys keep these going. You guys make it worth it. And I appreciate that. Arul Ross. Arul Ross donated five bucks. Says, sup, bro? Just re refuse to donate on YouTube. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. 
It's better to do it via the Streamlabs. William Kareen donated five bucks. Thanks, William Kareen. Hope all's good with the family over there. All right. Coming back again. Like a chicken. All right. Now, let's get back to this. So, what is this really all about? Really on the ballot. They want you to wear these masks to keep you healthy, of course, right? Your government just wants you to wear masks that have proven to do nothing as far as stopping the spread of viruses. But wearing these masks, this is going to save you. This is how you're going to be protected. Wash your hands with all sorts of chemicals all the time. So this is what's going on with the mask. Now, this is in pretty sure the UK. Pretty sure this is in the UK. This video. Let's see what's going on here. Uh, we've got Safwan Shudri. I'm sorry, I butchered your name, man. You'll probably never see this, but um, this tweet went kind of a little bit viral today. A bunch of retweets, like 5,000 this morning when I pulled it up. Earlier today, my family endured the most horrific and dehumanizing treatment on board a WestJet plane. My wife was threatening to be arrested, was threatened to be arrested and forcefully removed unless my daughters, three years and 19 months, would wear a mask. While my three years wore her mask, the 19... Months old was hysterical. So they're forcing these masks on three-year-old children. These oxygen deprivation face diapers. So you can collect all this bacteria and shit from your mouth and inhale it over and over again. So you can be muzzled like a freaking puppy. Muzzled like a damn dog. Let's see what these, uh, these lovely peace officers, what these uh, mostly peaceful officers are doing to help us be safe and healthy. So, it's for those of you who are listening later, there are a few rows back, the camera's a few rows back, there's some lady asking questions, kind of hollering at these police officers who are bothering some people who got his crying child on this airplane. The plane was grounded, apparently refused to take off, even though the rules for this specific airline say that children under two years don't need to wear a mask, they're trying to force this mask on a 19-month-old baby. So some of the people on the plane seem to be talking some shit to these cops, to these police officers, these peace officers, who are enforcing these draconian measures, forcing people to wear the damn muzzles. Imagine, this is, this is what's happening now. This is what they've got people doing. This is how they have people behaving over masks. Imagine when the happy, totally healthy, uh, untested mandatory medicine shots start coming out. Imagine, imagine, this is just the placeholder for that. All of this vitriol, all this energy that they're pumping in. This is just a placeholder for this, for what's coming. And so more people need to stand up. I'm glad that these people at least pushed back. I mean, it's, it's a shame that they put a mask on their three-year-old, but the 19-month-old refused to wear the mask. I guess the parents were trying to put it on him. 
or her. But the child knew better. It didn't want that mask. Children don't want these things on them. You were asked several times. Uh, several times. Bullshit. All right, so that was uh, that clip. Apparently, according to the poster, several WestJet crew members wrongfully citing Transport GC policy for enforcing my 19-month-old to wear a mask. Eventually, the entire flight was canceled. All passengers were removed from the plane. Rule says children under two should not wear a mask. This is in Canada, apparently, or at least it's a Canadian company, WestJet. So there you go. There you go. Their rules explicitly state children under two should not wear a mask, yet they grounded this flight, they didn't let it take off, and they basically ruined an entire flight worth of people's days, possibly multiple days, because they wanted to put a mask on a 19-month-old child. This is for your safety though, right? This is for your safety, making it absolutely miserable to travel and fly. All right, this is like 2001 times a thousand. It is so freaking difficult to travel now. All these hoops they're making everybody jump through, shutting everything down. This is not about health. This is not about health at all. Like we said before, it's about the Great Reset. It's about what the World Economic Forum has, has called the Great Reset. This is about resetting the global economy. This is about resetting every single thing. Every single thing about your lives. It's about control. It's about control over us, over our actions, it's about behaviorism. All right, so quite frankly, I'm sick of talking about it. Quite frankly, I'm sick of it. I'm freaking sick of talking about this shit. Why can't we just have some laughs? Why can't we just have a, can't we just do a, a fun comedy show? I'm having to see this nonsense, this dehumanizing madness. All right, I'll come over here to the super chat. You guys always cheer me up with these. Thank you guys for the support. Token free donated 15 bucks via the uh, Streamlabs link. There's a Streamlabs link in the description of the video. If I had a mod in here, sometimes the mod, my mod okay. My only mod okay. My trusty mod sometimes puts those links up there. But here you go. Support the stream. Token free donated 15 bucks. Says thanks for all you do. Thanks a lot, man. DB donated five bucks. Says late to the party. Just providing my donation to support you biggest. DB, this non-essential appreciates that support. These essential streams need your essential support. Thanks, guys. Appreciate all that. Um, here we go. Yato love. Yato love. What's up? What's up, Yato? What's up, Vato? Yato. Yato love donates 25 bucks. Says, hello, Tristan. Thank you for the stream. As always, Jesus loves you all. Jesus loves you all. And can you play this video? I don't believe this COVID made the journey of Jake. I don't believe in COVID made... By Journey of Jay. You trying to get me no copyright strike. He says, well, even if no copyright strike, still YouTube strike. YouTube strikes is a video. It's a music video. We can listen to this. We can check this out. Just because you send a nice big super chat. You guys keep supporting. We'll let you direct a little bit. Let's, let's hear what they have to say. 
You got Tom Hanks. <laughs> I don't, don't believe in COVID. I don't, don't believe in COVID. No, I, I don't, don't believe in COVID. And that's why I'm gonna live forever. Yeah. I'm gonna live forever. Gonna live forever. I like that. The auto tune and the yeah, yeah. Is this yours? You didn't make this one, did you? Jim, Jim Morrison. What a dork Jim Morrison was. All these, all these 60s, these effeminate 60s rock stars. Jim Morrison. Oh, if I just, uh, if I just regurgitate some lines from some old poetry and kind of slow what I'm saying, give really distant, long looks, people would think I'm sexy. Ride the snake to the lake. The ancient lake. <laughs> Jim, Jim Morrison. Anybody, has anyone here ever read Jim Morrison's poetry? Has anyone read? Oh, we got it here. We forgot. I, you didn't even see the. There you go. You couldn't see it. Has anyone read Jim Morrison's poetry? Sorry, you guys couldn't even see that. It's <laughs> there's some good there's some good lines in there. Shout out to Journey of Jake. Journey of Jake. Some funny editing. Some creative editing. I like it. I dig it. Thanks for the request. I appreciate that. Well, who was that? That was uh Yato Love. Yo, essay Yato Love. <laughs> Thanks for the, the support, man. And uh here well, let's do let's hear one more little verse here. Queenie for grandma. That's good. Gonna die. Your dog is gonna die. Your cat's gonna die. The sky is gonna die. That guy is gonna die. I'm gonna die. No way. I'm wrong. I'm gonna live forever because I don't believe in COVID. 
okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. There it is. Thanks for the request. It's kind of an odd, odd character there. I'll have to look more into this dude. Maybe some more of his videos later on. I appreciate that. Yato Love. Thanks for the support, man. Thanks for the support. Dale Risby donates one nine nine through Super Chat. Says, I like your shirt with a smiley face. You're being facetious. You're being facetious. You're trying to, trying to nag me about my shirt. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate it. I'm glad you like the shirt. Glad you like it. It's, uh, I don't know where I got this shirt. I had it for a while, though. Uh, Thoughts of a Pilgrim. Thoughts of a Pilgrim donates five bucks. Says, thank you for your work, Tristan. And may you keep singing the 90s hits. LOL. God bless. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so if you, if you ever just want to, like, like, a laugh, just start, just listen to some 90s love songs. Go to, like, YouTube playlists, 90s, 80s and 90s love songs. Huh. I would die for you, would laugh for you, walk the mile for you, yeah, I'd die for you, you know it's true. Do, 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 do. Everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> Who is that? That was the song. That was the song from uh, from when I was when I was a little one. This <laughs> is when I was a little one. I had uh, my favorite movie. That's it. Brian Adams. Brian with a Y. Brian Adams with a Y. Um, wait, didn't he? That was. One of my favorite songs because it was in my favorite movie when I was eight. When I was like seven or eight, I got to see a PG thirteen movie. Right? Yeah. My favorite movie was that Robin Hood movie with Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner as Robin Hood with an American accent, <laughs> with Alan Rickman as the sheriff of Nottingham. It was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves, with flaming arrows and shit. Come on. And he, and he saves Maid Marian, Maiden, Maiden Marian, Maid Marian, whatever. <laughs> he saves her. And then at the end of the movie, they play that song after Jean-Luc Picard comes and gives like an impromptu uh, wedding blessing after being away at war. The king, Jean-Luc Picard, comes back, not on the Starship Enterprise, but on a freaking horse out of Sherwood Forest. And he tells Robin Hood, played by... <laughs> A dude with an American accent that he can have his daughter. <laughs> you guys remember that? What was that, like 92 that that movie came out? I think I, no, I actually saw the movie when I was like five or six. <laughs> I think it was, whatever year that movie came out, I saw it like when it came out of VHS, right? Probably a little young to see that movie. But man, did, boy did I want some flaming arrows. <laughs> Ugh, flaming arrows. Alright. Big, real big nuts donates 10 bucks. Speaking of flaming arrows, real big nuts donates 10 bucks. That's a real big nuts. That was via the uh, Streamlabs. Appreciate that. It says the world is pathetic. Thanks for the stream, big. That's right. When the world has fallen, the world is pathetic. The world is not to be worshipped. The world is not our salvation. And I appreciate that. This non essential, this fellow non essential. Appreciates that donation. I really appreciate the support, dude. Richard Jones sends five bucks. Why is Bar K so lean? Why is Vegan Gain so happy? 
Why is Marquez so lean? Why is Vegan so happy? Man, you guys, you guys are up on these, you guys got these memes going that I'm not even privy to. I don't even know what you're referencing. Why is Barquet so lean? Why is Vegan Gain so happy? So Vegan Gain's, obviously, we all know Vegan Gain's philosopher king, OnlyFans pimp simp, Vegan Gain's, we know that he's not very happy. <laughs> so are you saying that Barquet is not, are you nagging Barquet? You saying Barquet's not lean? What are you saying? What do you say, Barquet? You better come defend yourself, man. I don't even know. I don't know whether to be offended or not. So I'll just be offended. I don't know whether I should be offended or not, but I'll be offended just because. All right, guys. I'll throw the Streamlabs link up in the chat. You guys support the stream. That's the best way to do it. So we had some great news there. Families getting kicked off of airplanes. Canceling entire flights moments before takeoff. <laughs> and then guess what happens? The passengers get pissed off at the people who didn't want to put the mask, or not even that they didn't want to put the mask on. They were torturing their 19-month-old baby with this mask, and all the other passengers get pissed off and weaponized against those people who cannot or will not or don't wish to comply with the ridiculous regulations. And the rest of the passengers will berate them, right? I mean, this is the classic when you... Uh, this is like... Second grade teacher psychology. Right? Oh, little Tristan, you won't stop talking in class, will you? Little Tristan, you won't stop talking to your friends. You guys won't stop giggling in class. You guys won't stop making jokes in class. Well, guess what? Now the whole class has to stay in after recess. The whole class got to stay in for recess, rather. The whole class staying in at recess because you wouldn't stop making jokes. Because you guys won't stop disrespecting the rules of this flu world order. Disrespecting the, the rules of the flu world order. So the whole class has to stay in this plane and we ain't going nowhere. We ain't going nowhere. So then guess what? The rest of the class gets pissed off at the person who won't fall in line, at the child who doesn't fall in line. They're using this. They're using these same simple psychological manipulation techniques. People want to be accepted by their peers. They're creating this false consensus that, oh, everybody believes and knows that the masks are going to save you. I just stepped on some... What is that? Sorry, I just got a splinter on my foot. <laughs> Let me pull this thing out real quick. Ah, you know it's true. Everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we need some flaming arrows. Oh, how long has the camera been falling on the ground like that? <laughs> how long was that there? Everything I do, I do it for you. Dude, come on, it's just a mask. Come on, it's just a mask. Come on, it's just a shot. Come on, it's just five shots three times a year. Come on, it's just letting the government grow your baby in a laboratory. Come on, it's just rations from the government. We gotta share, don't we? Come on, it's just a mask. Come on, just wear the mask. It's just two weeks. Two weeks to flatten the curve. Come on, come on. Come on, let's flatten the curve. Just two weeks. 
It's been like freaking seven months. It's, it's September now. It's the middle of September now. We got shut down here back in March. It's the middle of September now, and there's still mask mandates, and you could still, you get a $100 fine if you're not wearing a mask in town here. Thank God, at least 50% of the people I saw today were in town without a mask. I wear mine because my wife's boyfriend doesn't want me to upset the villagers. He says, don't upset the villagers. <laughs> my, my wife's boyfriend says I should wear the mask because he doesn't want trouble. He doesn't want to have to defend my wife. <laughs> it's just it's just two weeks that's what they told us here they said two weeks oh we'll just do a two week lockdown in Ecuador guess what it's been six months now half a fucking year it's been half a freaking year now and guess what we still got all these same measures we got curfews here for months curfew and that's coming to the UK too now coming to the UK too I don't know if you guys heard about this. Did you hear about this? Did you guys, did you guys hear about this virus thing? Did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? The coronavirus or something like that? Did you hear about this? All right, here we go. Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, the fearless leader over there in the UK. The totally not a puppet. The totally real leader. Boris Johnson. Let's hear what he has to say. Seven hours ago. In England, from Monday, we're introducing the rule of six. You must not meet socially in groups of more than six, and if you do, you will be breaking the law. Breaking the this law. This will apply in any setting, indoors or outdoors, at home or in the park. You can't get together with more than six people. Remember, you gotta be six feet apart. You can't be with more than six people or, we're all going to die, right? If you're not six feet apart and you're not avoiding situations where you're going to be in contact with more than six people, then you're going to be six feet under. And you're going to be breaking the law. Breaking the law, breaking the law. The ban. What did I tell you in the beginning? You give an inch on this, it's never going to go back to normal. These people will never let this power... They will never let this power go. When has a government ever relinquished power that it took during an emergency? During an emergency. What government has ever relinquished the power that they took during an emergency? Remember the Patriot Act. Guess what? Every puppet president since W <laughs> has reauthorized the Patriot Act. We've allowed these people to tell us that we're not essential. We've allowed these people to lock us in our homes. We've allowed these people to terrorize us. And we need to stand up. We need to stop. We need to talk to our neighbors. We need to talk to friends and family. We need to stop being afraid because these people will terrorize you into submission whenever they want because they've been emboldened by this. And people keep submitting. So now they're saying, you can't get together with more than six people. We'll set out in law and be set out in law, and it will be enforced by the police. And anyone breaking the rules risks being dispersed, fined, and possibly arrested. This single... And does he say how long it's going to last? Of course not. Of course not. Guess what this does? Guess what this does? And this is what they've done in every single country, almost every country in the world. They've made it literally legally impossible for anybody to protest anything. 
This is not... I'm sick of talking about this, but we had to talk about it. We can get some fun stuff later. ...measure replaces both the existing ban on gatherings of more than 30 and the current guidance on allowing two households to meet indoors. Now you only need to remember the rule of six. There will be some limited exemptions. For example, if a single household or support bubble is larger than six, then obviously they can still gather. COVID secure venues like places of worship, gyms, restaurants. So your church is just a venue now. Hospitality venues can still hold more than six in total. Within those venues, however, there must not be individual groups larger than six and groups must not mix socially or form larger groups. How much sense does this make? How much sense does this make if you're trying to keep people healthy? None. How much sense does this make if you're trying to make people schizophrenic, confused, fearful, submissive? A lot of sense. Education and work settings are unaffected. COVID secure weddings and funerals can go ahead up to a limit of 30 people and organized sport will still be able to proceed. As we found on previous occasions, this rule of six would, of course, throw up difficult cases. For example, two whole households will no longer be able to meet if they would together exceed the limit of six people. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry about that. Oh, sorry about that. Sorry about that. I'm just taking orders. I'm just a whore taking orders. I'm just a compromised whore taking orders from Jeffrey Epstein's friends. Of six people. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm so sorry. That. And I'm sorry. I wish that we did not have to take this step. Oh, we have to, though. We have to. I wish we didn't have to. Why are you making me do this? Stop making me punish you. Why are you making me hit you? Stop making me hit you. But as your Prime Minister, I must do what is necessary to stop the spread of the virus and to save it. To stop the spread of the virus and whatever material I'm being blackmailed with so that I can continue to live and suckle from the teats of the royal family, the arch pedos of the islands here. Right. Oh. Thank you so much, Boris. Boris, thank you. you. We need you. We need your fearless leadership over here in Ecuador to help all us non-essentials adhere to our mandates. Let's hear what else Boris had to say. We will support local authorities to make further and faster use of their powers to close venues that are breaking the rules and pose a risk to public health. Fines will be levied Always. against hospitality venues that failed. And just in case you did not notice, of course, we must have a mandatory new normal COVID. Um, we, we must have our COVID uh, sign language ASL interpreter right next to me. And of course, we have to make sure that she's making strange facial expressions right, to remind you of how to feel. We need her 
next to you to remind you that we're doing this for everybody. We're doing this for the disabled. We're doing this for the poor people who cannot hear. There are some people in this world who are not able to hear. So we need to have a morbidly obese woman pantomiming everything I say and nodding and nodding and smiling at all the dehumanizing regulations that I'm telling you. Just so you know how you're supposed to feel about this. Here's a sign language interpreter next to me. Instead of just giving you subtitles like we did always up until COVID-1984, now we must have autistic-looking, half-retarded goo balls signing you and telling you how to feel with their face. To ensure their premises remain COVID secure. We will boost the enforcement capacity of local authorities by introducing COVID secure marshals to help ensure social distancing in town and city centres and by setting up a register of environmental health officers that local authorities can draw, draw upon. Oh, how lovely. Environmental health officers. Environmental health. What is environmental health, Boris Johnson? Isn't it funny how this always ties in? All this stuff ties in with Green New Deal shit. It all ties in with carbon taxes, social credits, constant monitoring of everything, and technocracy. We're going to have COVID marshals in the streets making sure that you aren't talking to people outside of your approved social circles. We're going to have COVID marshals in the streets to make sure that if you do not wear your mask, you'll be incinerated on site. Marshals. Masha, Masha, Masha. All right. Insanity. This is freaking insane. He's making new police forces. Does that sound familiar? It's got that, got that sound familiar to anybody? Anybody familiar with the history of World War II? Nazi Germany? What did Hitler do with the brown shirts? Hmm. Hmm. So we're going to have marshals, marshals, telling you what to do in the streets. The marshals. This is madness. This is freaking madness. There was something else that I was thinking of just now. And I, lo it, I lost it. It was something else related that I wanted to pull up. Maybe it'll come back to me. Let me come over here and read some super chats. Again, got to support. Got to support the stream if you guys want to see more of this stuff. YouTube gives zero support. We are all user-supported, user-funded. There's a link down below for the Streamlabs. That's the best way to donate. Super Chats are good, but you know YouTube takes a cut, so Streamlabs is always better. Bear Roots Farmer, what's up, dude? Says $4.99. Bear Roots Farmer says, up here in the Northwest, fires are raging, and tons of people are calling for the Green New Deal, as if we weren't in this lockdown the entire time. Exactly. Anytime there's a fire that's due to mismanagement, right? We're supposed to have controlled burns. The indigenous that live in the Pacific Northwest would do all, we're always doing controlled burns. And they actually used silvopasture. They actually kept and groomed those forests using the animals, the local wildlife, using the fauna, using deer, elk, moose, bison. So they used these grazing animals to manage the forest, to keep the brush out, and they used controlled burns all the time. 
lot of this is due to mismanagement. And of course, any disaster, anytime the weather changes, oh my goodness, we got to pay more taxes. We need a Green New Deal. We all need to pay carbon taxes. We all got to cut off our peepees. The, the, uh, the, the weather won't stop changing. You better cut off your peepees and put your daughters on OnlyFans and all move into coffin apartments and sit in your fucking house the rest of your life and just listen to TED Talks for the rest of eternity. Listen to TED Talks and then and watch uh, Vegan Gains twerk on OnlyFans for the rest of eternity. Or the climate won't stop changing. We need total technocracy or the climate will change. Aaron the Big Black Dude, what's up, dude? Aaron the Big Black Dude, thanks a lot, man. Sends two bucks. It's just a few shekels, my brother. I'm not a bigot. You've proved you're not a bigot. Some other bigots in the chat. The only way you can prove you're not a bigot, remember, is with Streamlabs and Super Chats. James1054 says, I support you, Tristan. James, we need a hashtag. I support you, Tristan. Thank you, James. I appreciate that, man. Appreciate that. COVID marshals. Oh, nice. We will simplify the passenger locator form needed for traveling to the UK and take measures to assure these are completed and checked before departure. Border Force will step up enforcement efforts at the border to ensure arrivals are complying with the quarantine rules. We will also restrict the opening hours of premises initially in some uh, local area. Okay, lovely, lovely. Thank you so much, Boris. Thank you for the update. So you guys over there in the UK, what's gonna happen? What's gonna happen? Well, we, saw, we saw a big gathering of people in London. I forget how many thousand it was. We'll see what happens. I don't know, you guys in the UK, you're asleep right now. It's three o'clock in the morning over there. So maybe I should have done this. Maybe we should have talked about this on a different stream, but there's just always stuff popping up. We'll do another stream for the UK folks and for the Europeans um, later this week. But here's what it's really about. Here's what it's really about. Let's listen to Klaus Schwab. Let's listen to Prince Charles. And the good grown-ups of the World Economic Forum, the good grown-up experts of the settled science of the World Economic Forum. <laughs> this is what it's all about. This is what it's really about. It's not about health, obviously. Here's what it's about. The COVID-19 crisis has shown us that our old systems are not fit anymore for the 21st century. Now is the historical moment, the time, not only to fight severe virus, but to shape the system for the need for the post-corona era. The Great Reset is a welcome recognition that this human tragedy must be a wake-up call. As you rightly say, it is imperative that we reimagine, rebuild, redesign, reinvigorate and rebalance our world. These are unprecedented times. Every person... These are unprecedented times. Every person in the world must be locked in their homes. Uh, so it was such unprecedented times when, when uh, Prince Andrew has been outed as a royal pedo and when our friend, uh, my, my former friend Jimmy Savile, it's just such a, such a trying time for us here. So they said, we need to reshape the global economy. We've got to reshape it all, reformat the way you live, reformat the way you interact with each other, the way you eat, the way you move. Will you communicate? Redesign, reinvigorate, and rebalance our world. Rebalance. We're going to rebalance it. We have to rebalance it. We have to come in balance with Gaia, everybody. 
We're going to balance it. But these are unprecedented times. Every person on the planet has been impacted by the coronavirus. No, no, no. Every person on the planet has been impacted by you. Every person on the planet has been impacted by your draconian response to this. By your pre-planned, engineered response to socially engineer us into being piss-soaked, shivering, effeminate, little debt slaves huddled in a ball of our own piss and tears on our own floor, crying, waiting for the grown-ups to tell us it's okay to go outside and live. Everybody's been affected by that. Pandemic, our world came to a standstill and it became clear that we did not have the uh, answer or the mechanisms to address such an unprecedented global threat. We have a golden opportunity to seize something good from this crisis. It's unprecedented shockwaves may well make people more receptive to big visions of change. Mm, and that's what it's about. See, they tell you. They tell you right in front of your eyes. Oh, the shockwaves. The shockwaves. They're using this classic mind control technique of shocking the populace into a state of confusion, learned helplessness, and then bringing in the solution and ushering in a new system that people would never have otherwise submitted to unless they were told that they were going to die if they didn't. Thanks. A global crises like pandemics and climate change know no borders and highlight just how interdependent we are as one people sharing one planet. Okay, so that's the classic Club of Rome line, right? We need global crises to implement global solutions. We need a global enemy, a common enemy with which we can battle so that we can organize society for a common purpose. Because this nihilistic worldview that's been uh, penetrating the West for over a thousand years now, creeping and building up, building up steam, building up energy, this nihilistic worldview, this materialistic worldview, That's been destroying the West. It's been destroying our cultures. We need to all have a common goal. We got to all have a common theme that we base our lives on. We all have to have a common and uniform way of living, way of acting. We need to be standardized. So the way to standardize the world is to give the world a common goal. Who cares if it's real or fake? These people have written about this openly for decades. They talked about the Club of Rome's first global revolution book, where they said, we will use the climate crisis because it makes humanity itself the enemy. Therefore, humanity itself is the enemy. Now, this takes it to the next level. The climate crisis is nothing compared to this, and it's been discarded for the most part. They're going to come back, and they're going to kind of ride, ride on that again a little bit more. But this current crisis is the new vehicle. This is the new vehicle to implement the same technocratic policies that these people have been trying to implement for decades and generations. Single monetary system, a single global currency, an integrated globalist economy, an integrated global economy run by the big mega banks, transnational corporations, and a global technocracy run by centralized AI so that they can depopulate 
and get rid of what they call the useless eaters who they've now called non-essentials. They've told us we are not essential. These people are out in the open doing this. There's no hiding it. History would look at this crisis as the great opportunity for reset. Secondly, we know the digital economy is the big winner of this crisis. We have a choice to remain passive, which would lead to, an, to the amplification of many of the trends we see today. Polarization, nationalism, racism, ultimately increased social unrest and conflicts. But we have another choice. We can build a new social contract, particularly integrating the next generation. We can change our behavior to be in harmony with nature again. That's what it's about. Behaviorism, behavior modification. And they're going to tell you, oh, you're going to be in harmony with nature. You're going to save Gaia. Mama Earth is dying. And we can make sure that the technologies of the fourth industrial revolution are best utilized to provide us with better lives. To provide who with better lives? Those who remain. Klaus Schwab openly says in his book, Klaus Schwab says over 50% of the people will not be necessary. We need rapid depopulation. In his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution, right here, now, uh, shout out to Jay Dyer. Jay Dyer did a sh an episode on this book. I'm like halfway through it right now. But he talks about the major disruption and the end of most of the types of jobs that people in the middle, upper middle and lower middle class have now. And the complete elimination of the need for so many people because of automation. It's so openly saying this is about depopulation. It's about fourth industrial revolution, which is technocracy, which is surveillance tech, right? They're, they're trying to sell you. They're selling us this, this idea that this new industrial revolution, it's going to be so amazing, it's going to change everything. What is this new industrial revolution? It's basically turning you into consumer electronic devices. That's what it's about. It's about tracking and tracing everything we do, quantifying everything. They want us having wearables on our body, in our body. They want to modify our genome. And they're trying to sell us on this idea. Oh, no, this is good. This is an industrial revolution. No, no, no. This is enslavement. This is total enslavement. So there you go. World Economic Forum, thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. for. We know you guys just care. You, know, you just want to help, um, help to save the planet from all the nasty humans. So, uh, all right, that's what it's about. That's what it's really about. Real Big Nuts donates 10 bucks. Real Big Nuts says, thankfully, they have our best interests at heart. Thankfully, right? Klaus we, we, we must make sure the, the Industrial Revolution can help everybody, every person in the world. When they say they use words like inclusive. What does that mean? That means everybody's tracked. That means everybody's traced. So he even talks about, here we go. I wasn't planning on talking about this book today, but of course it comes up. Schwab's also always coming up. And this actually ties in with what we're talking about later. So, all right, we are going to spend a little bit of time talking about his book. How about that? <laughs> the Fourth Industrial Revolution by Klaus Schwab. We've got a few select quotes that we're going to check out here. All right, so the Fourth Industrial Revolution, he says, which... Fourth Industrial Revolution, which is faster computing, 
Integrated chips everywhere. Chips and all your shit, right? Data, more and more data, and AI. Fourth Industrial Revolution is 5G surveillance, total ubiquitous surveillance of all aspects of our life, tracking and tracing of everything and quantifying of everything. He says, this may give rise to a job market increasingly segregated into low-skill, low-pay, and high-skill, high-pay segments, essentials and non-essentials. Essentials and non-essentials. And he wrote this long before the crisis we see now. Okay. As author of and Silicon Valley entrepreneur Martin Ford predicts, a hollowing out of the entire base of the job skills pyramid, leading in turn to growing inequality and an increase in social tensions, unless we prepare for these changes today. So before those tensions really get high, what's being implemented? Global lockdown society. Social distancing. Don't get together with people. Don't talk to people. They're going to give you the virus. Be afraid of people. Such pressures will also force us to reconsider what we mean by high skill in the context of the Fourth Industrial Revolution. Traditional definitions of skilled labor rely on the presence of advanced or specialized education and a set of defined capabilities within a profession or domain of expertise. Given the increasing rate of change of technologies, the Fourth Industrial Revolution will demand and place more emphasis on the ability of workers to adapt continuously and new, learn new skills and approaches within a variety of contexts. Well, they want adaptable, malleable, spineless automatons who will just adapt to the nonsensical shit that they push on them. One challenging situation for low-income countries is if the fourth industrial revolution leads to significant reshoring of global manufacturing to advanced economies, which is what it's about as well. They talk about, we don't want to let the third world develop and become industrialized. We want to own the means of production of everything globally, and we're going to have a sharing economy as global communism. <laughs> That's what it is. And it's a two-tiered system. Just like Brave New World. Just like Gattaca. And that system is based on constant genetic testing. It's madness. And so, where is this? Some really good stuff. Don't worry. We, the, the transition's coming. We're gonna land this. We're gonna land this plane. We may end up with a future in which a fraction of the workforce will do a portfolio of things to generate an income. You could be an Uber driver, an Instacart shopper, an Airbnb host, and a task rabbit. That's a quote from the New York Times. So you could be an Uber driver, Instacart. You could work for Amazon. You could work for Walmart. You could work for Google. You could work for Uber. Any of these things, right? They're bringing in this idea of the sharing economy. You don't need to own things. You're not going to be able to afford anything anyways. All you want is services just services. All you want to do is consume. You don't have to own things. You just want to consume the services. What year is it? This book was published. Well, the pages are out of order in the front. Oh, my bad. Uh, okay, Klaus Schwab. Um, Klaus Schwab's Great Reset. This was published. No, it's not, quite, it's not the Great Reset. It's the Fourth Industrial Revolution. This book was published, I think, five years ago. Fourth Industrial Revolution by Klaus Schwab was published 2016, it looks like. Is that it? 2016 or 2017. So this book came out a few years ago. 
So the advantages for companies, and particularly fast-growing startups, is the digital economy. In the digital economy, are clear as cloud as I'm sorry as human cloud platforms classify workers as self-employed. They are for the moment free of the requirement to pay minimum wages, employer taxes, and social benefits. So he's he's writing about how you're going to have this global economy. And they're going to call it decentralized. And they're going to say, oh, you're a private contractor. You're an entrepreneur. No, you're not an entrepreneur. You're a whore on YouTube. I'm sorry, you're a whore on OnlyFans. You're not an entrepreneur. You sell Amazon affiliate links. You're an Amazon employee. But guess what? You don't get the benefits of being an employee. <laughs> you don't get job security. You're not going to get the benefits of employment. You're not going to get insurance. You're not going to get none of that. You have to pay for that with your social credit score. So talking about the human cloud, they want to create this human cloud of people all working from home. And what is this bringing in? Remember this book three years ago, four years ago. Now what do we have? All these people forced to work at home suddenly. So it does start to add up, right? For the people who are in the cloud, the main advantages reside in the freedom to work or not and the unrivaled mobility that they enjoy by belonging to a global virtual network. Some independent workers see this as offering an ideal combination of a lot of freedom, less stress, and greater job satisfaction. Although the human cloud is in its infancy, there is already substantial anecdotal evidence that it entails silent offshoring, silent because human cloud platforms are not listed and do not have to disclose their data. Silent offshoring. So you can just always find somebody in a third world country who will, make, who will accept less money for the services. So you have this natural offshoring of everything, decentralizing, they'll call it. They'll use those words. It's going to be decentralized. No, no, no. That just means that you're going to be sourcing work so that you can advertise on your websites. You could sell more Amazon affiliate links to be an Amazon hoe. You're going to be using outsourcing to people in India who are willing to work for $3 an hour. That's what it means. Is this the beginning of a new and flexible work revolution that will empower any individual who has an internet connection and that will eliminate the shortage of skills? Or will it trigger the onset of an inexorable race to the bottom in a world of unregulated virtual sweatshops? See, he knows. He knows. If the result is the latter, the world of the precariat, a social class of workers who move from task to task to make ends meet while suffering a loss of labor rights, bargaining rights, and job security. Would this create a potent source of social unrest and political instability? Question mark. He knows it will. Finally, could the development of the human cloud merely accelerate the automation of human jobs? This is how Silicon Valley runs revolutionary movements in nations all over the world. This is how they want to eliminate nations. With this with these stupid devices that everybody's worshiping, right? Yeah, we can communicate with these things. It's awesome that I'm able to communicate with you guys, but these are being used. These are, being, these are piggybacking a whole set of behavior modification programs that are meant to result in a global McMono culture. <clears throat> Finally, could the development of the human cloud merely accelerate the automation of human jobs? That's the point. They want to automate everything and get rid of humans. They call it the post-human era. Post-human era. Regulatory backlash could happen, thereby reasserting the power of policymakers in the process and straining the adaptive forces of a complex system. So, oh no, if people try to regulate this global revolutionary movement that we're using, 
using that we're uh, that we're implementing using big finance, using technology, and using cybernetics. It would be so bad if there was regulation over this, right? Because this is the global government. It's this decentralized corporate global government where they just blast Cardi B into your children's minds and tell them that this is how you be a woman. Get on OnlyFans and sell pictures of your asshole. Go buy some kibble. Buy some plant-based kibble. It's going to save the planet. Don't worry. It's got, it's got extra fluoride in it. So you get your vitamin F. Make sure to take your vitamin TV every day. We'll be monitoring your vital signs with your devices and giving you cryptocurrency if you give the right emotional response to the stimulus that you're presented. This is what they want to move towards. The importance of purpose. We must also keep in mind that it's not only about talent and skill. Technology enables greater efficiency. Efficiency, just like big ag. Efficiency. They sell you on the GMOs with efficiency, which most people want. Yet they also wish to feel that they are not merely part of the process, but of something bigger than themselves. you got to feel like you're a part of something bigger than yourself. So that's Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum. He started the World Economic Forum. That's his book, The Fourth Industrial Revolution. And that is a great, that's a really great transition to this. Because this is what we're being told is the new normal business insider. An erotic content site wants to help you pay for college. No stripping required. Wow! An erotic content site. Ooh, that sounds nice. Erotic business insider. Says they want to help us. They're going to help you pay for college. This is how it gets old. This is the fourth industrial revolution. You're sitting in a plastic PVC room showing your tits to simps jerking off to you. This is, this, is, this, is the new, this is the new economy. This is the new global economy. Isn't this great? This is what they're selling you on. Oh, this is so beautiful. This is empowering to women. Yeah, they're in the plastic. They, they have these warehouses. We talked about this on a stream not too long ago. Jessica was like, what the hell am I looking at? This is a warehouse. Cam Soda, an erotic content platform, has been getting creative amid the pandemic from creating safe pods for cam girls to use for free. For free? To starting an internship program for college students. Cam Soda has an internship program for college students. They're, they're creating an industry... They're, they're industrializing your children's prostitution. Dude, that sounds like human trafficking. This is, this is what it is. It's e-human trafficking, so it's cool. It's cool. And Allison Bleb, who says, boring stream tonight, you don't get to come back, and that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. Oh, he's like, this, it's funny, you get these fake names, you're like, you never even see these people, you never even see these names all of a sudden. Oh, this is boring. This is boring. Boring stream tonight, Allison Bleeb. Fake-ass comment. Fake-ass comment. All right. Someone says Jay's streaming right now. Why the fuck does Jay always have to stream at the same time as me? Why does he do that? Always picking the same damn time. Gay. 
All right, so an erotic content site wants to help you pay for college. No stripping required. No stripping required. Woo, Cam Soda, an adult entertainment site, is looking to hire three to five college interns over the age of 18 for the fall semester. Each would earn 10000 towards their tuition. Interns can be based anywhere in the U.S. Responsibilities include social media management and watching live cam shows to ensure quality control. So we're, they're going to pay you to sit there and watch cam shows. They're going to pay you. They're going to pay you. Ooh. Ooh, how lovely. Right, so this is the future. This is the, the future sharing economy where you get to share pictures of your, uh, your wives and your daughters' bum-bums. You get to share them. The sharing economy. Yeah, let me use like a, like a quiet mouse. I got a more quiet mouse here. Boop, 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 boop. Okay, so they tell you you're non-essential. They tell you the future doesn't need you. They tell you your only worth is basically as a cam girl. As a cam girl. OnlyFans is limiting how much people can tip creators after Bella Thorne earned a million dollars on the site in a day. In a day. So Business Insider again. Business Insider representing that cam girl life. Oh, you're going to make too much money. You're going to pay for your college. right? They're advertising this. They're advertising you becoming prostitutes. <laughs> it's, it's insane. How influencers are being talked into porn on OnlyFans. Social media sites where users can sell photographs and videos to their followers have surged during the pandemic. But for some young, some young women, it's a fast track into online sex work. Ooh, online sex work. Yeah, no shit. No shit. That's what it is. Just like you, the, the, the Instagram e-girls who get to uh, fly over to Saudi Arabia and become human latrines for the weekend. Social media sites where users can sell photographs and videos to their followers have surged during the pandemic. When Celestia Vega turned 18, her life was normal. She was a chirpy, middle-class white girl. Oh, sorry, just middle-class girl. She's not that disgusting white thing. Um, living in her, uh, with her mom in upstate New York, from her bedroom, she had established herself as an online influencer, popular on YouTube and Twitch, and social media platform where you can watch people play video games. Only one year later, Vega had become an online sex worker. Living alone in Los Angeles, she was spending 14 hours a day taking explicit photos of herself to sell to strangers on the internet. The more explicit the images, the more demanding those strangers became. At 19, she finally crossed, she crossed the final boundary and signed a contract with a porn agency. Soon after, she had a breakdown. She deleted all her social media accounts. Oh, and then you have to pay to read the rest from the Times. So at least like a semi-honest, a semi-honest look at it. OnlyFans, I started selling sexy photos online after losing my job. Oh no, you lost your job? You better sell sexy, fo sexy photos online. Right, so, I mean, we're not being equipped. When you look at like what public schools are doing, right, with the education system, is giving us, we're not being equipped with real skills on how to feed ourselves, how to nourish ourselves, how to grow food, right? This is all knowledge that gets traditionally passed down through families. But the family's being systematically eroded and destroyed. And this is a part of that. 
This is a part of that. The surveillance economy. Now, I got some super chats over here. We do, we get some support. We get some support in the stream. Thank you guys for the support. Appreciate that. Keep the, uh, you guys want to keep these streams coming, keep supporting, please. We need y'all support. All right, we can come over here to the, uh, the best way to support, of course, is with the Streamlabs. Super chats are great via YouTube, but YouTube does take a cut. Streamlabs is the best way. There's a link. Sometimes I have a mod in here that can keep them links up. All right. So I got a couple super chats here to read. Let's see what's up. We've got Delbridge. Maybe just one super chat to read. Delbridge, what's up, Del? Del sends 20 bucks through super chat. Says, hey, Tristan, what's going on? What do you think are the best foods for male and female fertility? That's a great question. That's a real good question. What you, gotta, you have to uh, understand is the importance of fat-soluble vitamins and animal foods. Right? So there are many foods that are great for fertility, that are important for fertility. Certain minerals like zinc, iodine are super important. If you're low in those, you're not going to be fertile. And what's funny is ranchers and farmers have known this for a long time, that nutrient deficiencies in things like zinc and iodine, which guess where those come from? They come from animal foods. But they know that in livestock, if they are deficient in zinc and iodine, they're going to be infertile. They got vitamin shots. They got zinc, calcium, and iodine. Where do you get those from? From your diet. Where can you get those from? They got shots that you give your animals with those vitamins, and it will make them fertile when they're infertile. Yet, do you see much talk of this in mainstream medicine for human beings? Absolutely not. Farmers and ranchers actually understand a heck of a lot more of the health effects of nutrient deficiencies than mainstream medicine pretends to know. It's because mainstream medicine suppresses a lot of this stuff. So one of the best, one of the best resources for understanding the importance of animal foods for fertility, and one of the best resources as far as uh, anthropology concerning diet in the 20th century is Weston A. Price's book, Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. Delbridge, get a copy of Nutrition and Physical Degeneration. He talks about the fertility foods that were important in various cultures in different parts of the world before they came in contact with what he called the uh, displacing foods of commerce, which is basically kibble. The stuff that they're trying to tell you is the only safe stuff to eat now. So Nutrition and Physical Degeneration, check that one out. That's a very important work by Wes and A. Price. So check that one out. Del, thank you for the super chat. Let's see if we got any other ones. Let's see, we got Dehan G sends two, I think that might be Australians, two A's. Says Vegan Gains made an OnlyFans account. Got approved. Yeah, 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 we're getting into that. So the OnlyFans, OnlyFans, I started selling sexy photos online after losing my job. After losing my job. So Vegan Gaines did not lose his job yet, but he still made an OnlyFans. <laughs> Dekhan G, thanks for reminding us. Thank you for reminding us. We're going to hit that in a second. Thank you for the super chat. Donald Robinson just sent a nice, big, fat super chat. 1999 says, can't stay for the live stream, but had to stop by and prove I'm not a bigot. You proved it, man. You're the least... You're, I think like the second or third least bigoted person in the stream today. So I really appreciate that. It's a good, nice, generous super chat. And you guys make these streams worth it. Y'all make these streams worth it. Even though we get little babies in the chat every once in a while saying, this is boring. I don't like this. People try to upset me and say, oh, your friend's streaming at the same time. 
It's okay. Go watch the other streams if you want to. If you like this content, support it. Enjoy it. Come have a laugh. Have a cry. And sing some 90s shitty songs with me. Deputy Dave sends uh, 20 pounds. You guys actually educated me. I always got wrong. I couldn't figure out if it was pounds or euros. Um, but Deputy Dave, Deputy Diane, Deputy Dave sends 20 pounds. I'm saving towards a piece of land so I can keep a few goats and chickens to start with. I urge everyone to do the same. The best way to defeat government is to ignore it. Love to you and the family. And the best, look, this is, this is crucial. Growing your own food. Living in communities of like-minded people. Producing your own food and living in a place where you produce food locally. Right? Being prepared for situations like unrest. Like home invasions. Very important, right? Security. Having neighbors that you talk to. Neighbors that you, um, that you help protect. That you trust. Very important. So um, we're big advocates of rural living. We left the uh, suburbs, cities, a little over a decade ago. And we're stoked to be here. And, um, and that's why we promote what we do. Right? So chickens, goats, sheep. Um, you don't have to have a ton of land to be able to produce your own food. Shoot, guinea pigs. Right? We're, we're gonna, we'll do guinea pigs. We're going to start, we'll start doing guinea pigs uh, this rainy season because... They are fantastic. They've been doing, they call them cooey here, right? But you can grow guinea pigs. You can cut grasses. You can go out into a field. You cut some grasses. You give them some leaves from trees and shit. They eat that. You can give them some carrots and other, you know, produce. But you don't even have to buy food for them. And they multiply like crazy. That's one of the meat sources that's been used here for generations. So rabbits, another really uh, easy source of protein that you can grow on your own property. You can grow, slaughter, and eat on your own property. So huge advocates here of uh, nose-to-tail eating, animal-based nutrition, and of course raising your own food. So I'm glad you're doing that. I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. Deputy Dave, stay in touch, man. Let us know how it goes. I'm guessing you're over there in the UK because that's in pounds. But um, yeah, man, get, get out of those cities as soon as you can. And um, yeah, we're all about the rural regeneration. The, rege the regeneration of the rural areas is crucial. Larry Romano, look at look at all these nice super chats. You guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. You guys see, I, I think the nighttime, Jessica. Look at Jessica over here. She's working on her OnlyFans content right now. Hold on. You guys, you guys want to say what's up to Jessica? This is okay. Let's see. My string keeps getting tangled. She's what she's doing. She's what are you doing? I'm cross stitching. She's cross stitching. Sexy garments for our OnlyFans. She's cross-stitching a new thong. Remember, our OnlyFans, it's just ribeye. It's just our dog. And it's like really tastefully done dog nudes. Really, really nicely tastefully done shots of like our dog's penis. Um, it's testicles. So she's making, she's going to be hand-weaving garments that we can use for ribeye's OnlyFans. Yeah. Dog, we'll call it dog collar. But it's going to be like really tastefully done sexy underwear that ribeye can wear that we can take photos of him for OnlyFans. so you guys there's a lot of good content coming right we're trying to stay alive staying alive staying alive we're about to take over <laughs> take over only fans with ribeyes with ribeyes only fans so hey thanks for the support guys really appreciate that uh larry romano since 2150, Dan, Larry Romano, Ooh. what's with the one-upping, dude? He just one-upped Donald, says, I'm a less of a bigot than Donald. <laughs> he knows. Dang, dude. You're less of a bigot than Donald, but 
you're also wait you're no no you're less you're more of a bigot than Donald dude come on you're no no okay less of a bigot I'm sorry Oh, but what's the... He's less of a bigot than Donald, but he's more of a bigot than Deputy Dave because pounds. That's, yeah, yeah, that's right. Dude, Deputy Dave just smashed you. I'm sorry. But good job. Dale Bridge since 20 says, Tristan, I read Weston A. Price book. It is a superb read. Also, is it true that overt sexuality and lust is a telltale sign of an eroding civilization? That's, that's, a, that's a fascinating concept, right? But this whole, you know, the Sodom and Gomorrah... Um, thing that seems to sweep through civilizations that are on the downfall, on the decline, all manner of things which would have once be seen, been seen as distasteful, disgraceful, dehumanizing, pathetic, get kind of uh, promoted, right? So when you see the downfall of civilizations, you very often see, well, consider this, when you, when you conquer a civilization, right? When you conquer a civilization, the Romans knew this, and they would conquer one of the things that they would do is they would try to turn the women into prostitutes and the men into homosexuals. This is, this is history. They would want to effeminize the men, emasculate the men, and turn the women into sex workers. This is a way to conquer cultures. And what do we see now? What do you see social media doing? Turning men into soy boys, women into sex objects, and men into consumers of sex objects and just destroying the relationship with families, right? So the family is the transmission center for knowledge, for generational knowledge, how to feed yourself, how to build things, <laughs> right? I mean, this, how, how, to, how to keep your culture. How, do, how, how can you keep your culture if you have no generational transmission of knowledge, if everybody's isolated? That's the point. Right, so the generation gap is huge, creating these false generation gaps, making it to where the children can't even talk to their parents, right? The boomers can't talk to the Zoomers. The millennials and the boomers got all sorts of tension. And this is by design. All right, so thank you, Dell. I appreciate that. And yes, Weston A. Price's book, really good. Um, so here, going back to your last question, and thanks for the generous super chats, everybody. Going back to your last question, it's... Uh, here, let me see. I'll put the Streamlabs link up too. If you guys want to support, if you guys got questions, if you guys got requests, song requests, jukebox requests, you want to request that I sing Creed or Creed or a different Creed song or one of the two Creed songs that I know like 30 seconds of lyrics from, you can send that via Streamlabs or Smash Mouth. All right, so... um. Yeah, going back to uh, fertility foods here, some of the important ones are iodine-based because in the Andes, we're very low in iodine, right? So Del, um, if you're low in iodine, focusing on things like crabs, shellfish, fish, fish eggs, salmon roe, things like that can be really good. Here, one of these fertility foods that they would send from the coast into the mountains because of the washed-out soil and the low, uh, the low fertility in the Andean regions due to the low iodine content, were um, these little dried eggs from a skate-like creature. Big well, they're big, with well, the big little. They're like the size of a cow's testicle, kind of, right? Probably about the size of, like a, the size of a sheep testy, <laughs> right? Most of you out there know exactly how big a sheep's testicle is. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they have these eggs. Fist, right? like the, yeah, like the size of a, a small 
sweet potato, right? These eggs from yeah. an anjalote, and they've got a lot of iodine, vitamin A. Right? So those fat-soluble vitamins are crucial. Iodine's important, zinc's important. Animal foods are absolutely crucial. Um, so yeah, thanks everybody. All right, so thank you for the support. Appreciate that. Let me come over here to the Streamlabs. Streamlabs is the best way to support. Super chats are welcome as well. Remember, YouTube takes a cut, but they take less. If you, or they don't take anything on Streamlabs. We got a Streamlabs from L Painter. L Painter, I know who that is. That must be Laura. Oh, yeah. That's Laura Painter. Laura's always supported. Laura, if that's you, thank you so much. We really appreciate that. If it's not you and it's another painter, thank you very much. We still appreciate that. Uh, L Painter donates 15 via the Streamlabs, which is the best way to support. Says, just sending some support. Glad to find the Streamlab link versus YouTube. Watched the stream with Sky yesterday. It was awesome. Thanks. Nice. Yeah, Sky is really cool. We'll have, we'll have to have Sky back on. We'll have to do some, uh, some more episodes with guests. Sky can come on. Who else can come on? There's some other fun channels Joel out there. Salatin. Joel Salatin. We've got to get Joel Salatin on here. Um, what happened to Rob Wolf? What, what, wasn't he supposed to come on a couple weeks ago and then he canceled and we never rescheduled? Yeah, I sent him an email today. I've been following up. He's kind of ghosted me at the moment. Rob Wolf ghosted us. I know. That's fine. Now, he did this before a he few did, years back. He got real busy. Like, there was an issue and then... Okay, we're going to have him on. I mean, it's not like he's going to bring anything new anyways. Oh, it'd be cool to talk to him. All right. We got some good streams coming. <laughs> some of you guys in the chat are really funny. You guys make me laugh in the chat. All right, let's keep going. OnlyFans, I started selling sexy photos online after losing my job. Well, hey, how about you get another job, you fucking dork? What, what does it mean when you have a when you have the piercing on the left ear? Does that mean something? Oh, well, in middle school, people used to say one of them meant you were gay. Yeah, I don't know. This guy looks like he's a huge fan of Savage Garden. He has pink hair, she said. This guy, this guy, love this guy. <laughs> This guy loves to go in the shower and sing that song. I wanna stand with you on a mountain. I wanna play with you in the sea. Fall down over me. You guys know that song? I wanna lay like this forever. I want to stand with you on a mountain. <laughs> All right. So, Savage Garden fan. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Alex Perry says, Savage Garden singer left his wife for a dude. No joke. <laughs> I told you. You can hear it in that song. I remember the music video for that song. It was like a guy... Uh, we can't watch music videos. But I'm pretty sure the music video was like a guy like pining for a woman. <laughs> but it was so obvious that the, the lead singer of, uh, of that band was not doing... <laughs> was not so into that. All right. So anyways. 90s music jokes. So yeah. I just started selling my ass because I lost my job. And that's the only way to make money now. That's the only way to make money. Look at this chick. Faked a kidnapping to promote her OnlyFans. This chick faked a kidnapping. Her own kidnapping? All right, so TMZ.com. The, the, <laughs> they're, about, they're about as uh, credible as the New York Times now. TMZ, to give them credit. The founder of Rose organization that Massica mentioned has spoken out against her video, condemns it for being triggering. It makes it clear she had nothing to do with it. 
So she made a video, posted a video of herself on Tuesday in lingerie with apparent cuts, scrapes, and bruises all over her body, claiming she got assaulted and was still in danger. Then she strangely asked for money to stave off her kidnapper, saying, you said you guys have to leave me tips. They said you guys have to leave me tips and follow me so they can take the money or they're not going to let me go. In the caption to her video, she flat out claimed she was kidnapped and being held in a warehouse and asked her followers to subscribe to her OnlyFans account and tip her so her captors would let her go. <laughs> so, it, But it was fake. She later deleted the video and posted a second one, even more strange than the first. Kalisha, now wearing a white robe, says she's totally fine and apologizes for scaring people, but insists she needed that shock factor to raise awareness for something important. The reality star claims she's on set filming a project about child trafficking, and her kidnapping stunt was needed to grab people's attention for the important matter. I, this is a weird-ass This is a weird ass story. <laughs> this is very strange, right? But, but, look at this, all right. Let's, let's kind of put some pieces together, right? We had that last one, Bella Thorne, million dollars in one day. OnlyFans is going to limit how much people can tip creators because she made a million dollars in a day, right? Speaking of, you know, what this Masika girl was bringing up, human trafficking, what a vehicle, what a great vehicle to anonymize and even, uh, and even launder human trafficking money. Only fans. This is what they want your kids spending time on. This is what they're telling your daughters is a good thing to do when they go to college. The Only Fans. Gay for pay? Are straight men playing queer on Only Fans? Ooh. Sometimes trimming the lawn or moving boxes just doesn't cut it when it comes to making some extra income. Through the use of X-rated content platform Only Fans, some have gravitated towards marketing their bodies, including heterosexual men making soft porn accounts for gay audiences. There you go, filmdaily.co. Look at this beautiful news. Go do gay for pay online, money is money. According to an interview conducted by Dazed, 26-year-old Ryan Yule created an OnlyFans account that charges users 15 a month for access to sexual pictures and videos of him. When asked why he created an OnlyFans account, he responded, I used to have a wank and wouldn't, I used to have a wank and wouldn't get paid for it, and now I get paid for it. Ryan is just one of the many heterosexual men who upload sexual content for their subscribers, who he estimated to be about 97% men. To gain subscribers, social media handles like Twitter and Insta are used to entice gay men via sexy photos to subscribe to their OnlyFans account. So, again, they're telling you, this is what you can do. You can do some gay for pay. Hey, you can make some money. Make some money. doesn't matter like what you know, your morals are. You don't need morals. This is the, the flu world order. We need... We need monies, not morals. Vulture.com. What it's really like to be an OnlyFans creator right now. OnlyFans creator Lena the Plug filming at home. Lena the Plug. What a nice name. Imagine you, you name your daughter Lena, and then she gets on OnlyFans. She calls herself Lena the Plug. Lena the Plug. OnlyFans, a subscription app that allows people to charge fans for access to photos, videos, and other content. It's been around since 2016. Blah, blah, blah. In April, check this out, Beyonce gave the site a shout-out during her verse on Megan the Stallion's Savage. In August, Cardi B set up, account, set up an account. That same month, former Disney star Bella Thorne broke site revenue records, reportedly earning $1 million in her first 24 hours on the site. So again, this trajectory of being an abused child star in Hollywood to then becoming just a prostitute. 
that level of celebrity attention would be notable for any burgeoning social media site, but it's all the more impressive on a platform like OnlyFans. Despite the site's mainstream marketing, which highlights fitness influencers, makeup artists, and chef among, chefs among its users, there's one very specific population that most people associate with the site, sex workers. Lena the Plug, for Lena the Plug, one of OnlyFans' most popular content creators, the site's appeal is obvious. Before joining OnlyFans, Lena largely relied on Snapchat to deliver her adult content, selling access to a locked account through a sand standalone website, a messy, imperfect system. Oh man, but it makes it so much easier with OnlyFans. She can be a prostitute directly. She could just get the whole money directly. Oh great. How great. Renee Gracie's $350,000 cash splurge after porn windfall. Former supercars driver turned online adult model Renee Gracie has flaunted the wild earnings she made from OnlyFans profile, Yahoo Sports. So sports stars now, right? Next you're going to have these, the failing NBA. You're going to have uh, LeBron James OnlyFans. So this, this is what they're telling you. Oh, look, all the sports stars are doing it. All the Disney stars are doing it. Students posting explicit content on OnlyFans to fund their education. I was only doing about eight hours a week, but it was making about 560 pounds from Wales Online. So all these different countries with media promoting OnlyFans. Former child star Aaron Carter bared it all on a live stream. Uh, so Aaron Carter even got one now. Another abused, admittedly highly abused child it is what it is isn't it v8 superstar renee gracie aaron carter bella thorne all these stars all these stars going to only fans hmm. Hmm. i got some super chats over here to read though thanks for the support guys lil a's donated 1984 lil a's what's up dude What's cracking, little aid? Says, I'm the fifth least bigoted good global citizen. Keep speaking truth, Tristan. Thank you. Little aid sending 1984. How, <laughs> how very fitting. How very, very fitting. Little aids, appreciate that. Let's see if I missed any. I don't think I missed any. I'll put the link back up here. All right, so the trends, as, as you probably noticed, these trends are not just natural trends. These things are seeded and promoted via mass media. So Bernays, Edward Bernays. Edward Bernays talked about manufacturing consent. He talked about using mass media to formulate the worldview of potential consumers in order to influence their purchasing, in order to influence their behavior and the marketing techniques that were employed by Bernays, the marketing techniques that were studied by behaviorists, psychologists, and psychiatrists. And remember, Bernays was Freud's nephew. And his nephew, so Bernays's, let me, let me get this one right. Bernays's nephew, I believe, Mark Bernays Randolph, is, let's see, yes, so the great nephew, his great uncle, the guy who started, the co-founder and first CEO of Netflix, <laughs> his great uncle was Bernays, 
And his name is Mark Randolph. Mark Bernays Randolph. So I believe it's from his mother's side. It's about behavior modification. It's about behaviorism. It's about the control of resources and the control of human beings. And so when you see 50 advertisements in the Daily Mail, distractify.com, TMZ, Business Insider, the BBC, Business Insider again, theverge.com, when you see all these articles basically saying the same thing and they basically read like press releases, just like you see with uh, Beyond Meat, Impossible Meat, all these fake meat companies that have massive marketing budgets. When you see all this, obviously you're not just looking at, you're not just looking at, um, <clears throat> you're not just looking at news. You're not just looking at journalism. You're looking at something that is meant to form your worldview and influence the way that you behave, whether that influence is to purchase something or to buy into an idea. That's what it's about. That's what propaganda is really about. OnlyFans confirms new caps on tips and pay-per-view content, but says the changes are unrelated to Bella Thorne. $100 cap on tips for a user's first four months. Because they get these idiots coming online, these kids get their daddy's credit card, and they start shelling out 500, 600, 700 bucks, a few thousand bucks to these e-hoes, and then their parents find that their children are completely addicted to this, that their little coomer children are all vegan gainsified and are addicted to this shit and they're sending all their money to these e-hoes. It's insane. Rolling Stone, OnlyFans popularity spreads as performers take to TikTok. All right, so the world of, the world of social media influencers. Influencers. Is moving rapidly towards this OnlyFans model. This OnlyFans human trafficking E-thought model. And guess what? Everybody's favorite philosopher, everybody's favorite master debater, everyone's favorite masturbator, uh, Vegan Gains, Richard Burgess, he's getting in on it. Richard Burgess is getting in on it. He's got an OnlyFans. We're pleased to inform you that your OnlyFans, your account on OnlyFans.com has been approved. So Richard, who is now going from uh, selling his wife's pictures of his wife, Holes, He's now going to uh, to have his own have his own OnlyFans, which um, I don't know. Anybody here going to be purchasing <laughs> Richard Burgess's OnlyFans? Anybody here going to be purchasing it? Here he's Jasmine just ordered. You got to do Richard's voice. Uh, hi everyone. So Jasmine just uploaded a couple bondage pics to OnlyFans, mm. and then you click on it. Oh, that's disgusting. It's blurred out though. All right, sorry. <laughs> bondage pics to OnlyFans. So there's his wife. He had her handcuffed and it was a close-up image of her genitalia. <laughs> it's like, that's, that's what he's selling. <laughs> this is next-level vegan activism, right? So um, vegans are jumping on the train. Vegan gains jumping on the train. We've got a video from, uh, from Sky over here. We've got You Did It Wrong's video about vegan gains. This is a good one. We're going to watch a little clip of this. Shout out to Sky. You did it wrong. She needs way more subscribers. But look at that. Look at all those views. 15,000 views almost in this video. Vegan Gaines sells his unit. 
I'm going to take a little break from talking. We'll listen to Sky here. You guys, again, thank you for the support. For those of you who have sent them Super Chats, Super Chats, I see a couple more now, which we'll read in a minute. Maybe we'll read those before we watch this. The best way to support is via the Streamlabs link. Best way to support via that Streamlabs link. And you can find that in the chat right now. I should have Jessica sitting here dropping links for you guys, but she's, what is that called? What is that called? Cross-stitching. Cross-stitching. It's like embroidery. Oh, that's nice. Try this. No. Can't Terrible. All right. All right. We got a couple super chats. Mm -hmm. Let's read these super chats and then we'll get going. I poured this drink like 15 minutes ago and then my, my ice is all melted in it, but it's actually really nice. Actually, really nice. Some, some whiskey that a friend of mine made, which I'm very, very pleased with how it comes out. With a little bit of tonic that, th that my friend makes as well. The same guy who makes the whiskey. But the ice melted a lot, but it, it's, it's nice and smooth and sweet. And Jessica doesn't even want to taste it. She won't even taste my drinks. All right, Gladius Celestia donates two euros through Super Chat. Says, hi, buddy from France. Great work. How's it going in France? I haven't seen much. I haven't seen much about what's happening in France. I mean, we were following the yellow vest stuff that was happening the last couple years. Um, it was getting kind of crazy last year, but I hope all is well with you. Thanks for the support. Appreciate that. Let's see, little AIDS. We already read that little AIDS super chat. All right. Okay, here we go. Let's see what Sky's got to say. Shout out to Sky. You did it wrong. Gaines has expressed his interest in running. Speaking activist speaking, Gaines has expressed his interest in running for prime minister in the future. I am actually considering uh, pursuing politics. Jasmine actually thinks I should become prime minister of Canada. Uh, I mean, <laughs> talk about delusion, right? This is like these, this, but this is how delusional people are. Vegan Gaines legitimately thinks he could be prime minister of Canada. He thinks he's going to be Justin Trudeau. He thinks he's so smart. He thinks he's so capable. <laughs> he's going to be the next prime minister. Or... Maybe he'll just be a dude that sells pictures of his wife's asshole on, on uh, OnlyFans and then put his own dick on OnlyFans when there wasn't enough money from pictures of his wife's butthole. I'm not terribly well... I don't know. Which, which one's worse? Which one do you have to be more of a pathetic degenerate that's completely compromised with zero moral compass? Which one's worse? Prime Minister of Canada or OnlyFans pimp simp? <laughs> What's darker? <laughs> right. Well, red. I think I could do a better fucking job than Trudeau. He also understands that running for elections. Wait, will... did, did Vegan Gain just say he's well read? Vegan Gain, this guy doesn't read any books at all. This guy's well read of freaking internet comments. This guy's well read of his, uh, Discord. his Discord server. <laughs> well read. Name five books that you've read, Vegan Gains. Uh, I'm not terribly well read. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm not terribly smart. He said I'm not terribly well-read, so... All right. <laughs> Touche. I think I could do a better fucking job than Trudeau. He also understands that running for elections will involve smear campaigns that drag up your path, so it's important to keep his head down from here on out. Hopefully by then there will be enough separation from my uh, YouTube channel and some of the controversies I've been involved with. Um, people would just, like 
you know, ad hom me endlessly about the stomping babies thing. No, I see babies in a stroller, especially when they're crying. I just want to put my foot through the fucking thing and step on it until it's nothing but blood and pulp on the fucking pavement. Dude, people are so oversensitive. Like, people... You really think, I think voters are, we're looking at a much more mature voter base, vegan gains. I mean, Gen Z, they're very progressive, right? Gen Z, very pro-reproductive health services. Many members of Gen Z have already had many of the clumps of cells in their bodies reproductively health serviced. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't think that would be too much of a big deal, the whole stomping babies. I don't think they're going to be able to ad hominem you about that. And just just <laughs> point this out, Megiddo Eubanks. Yeah, exactly. Megiddo Eubanks says, dude, that's not an ad hominem. It's a quote. Yeah, that, It's not an ad hominem to point out the things that you've said, Vegan Gaines. It's not an ad hominem, dude. <laughs> 10 years from now, when I'm actually legally able to run for prime minister, that shit will come up. But, you know, hopefully they're, you know, There'll be enough separation. Um, I guess we'll see that. Some of you might think this wife recently releasing pornographic images might be controversial, but the world of politics is no stranger to this. With incidents including Nicolas Sarkozy's wife, Carla Bruni, having her nudes leaked back in 2008. Jasmine does full nudes on OnlyFans. I'm the one who's photographing everything. It's uh, butt focused. That's why yeah, we, we uh, <laughs> called her OnlyFans Fresh Warm Buns. But you can see her pussy, butthole, it's all there. So, uh, and the photos are very good. I'd say I'm a pretty good photographer, so. Thanks for the donation, can I fuck Jasmine? And uh, yeah, I guess to answer that question, no, you can't fuck Jasmine. Uh, Jasmine's mine, but you are free to masturbate to her sexy photos on other things. It's so pathetic. It's so <laughs> But this is, this is your future leader, Canadians. This is your future leader, Vegan Gates. What is interesting, however, is the fact he plans to release his own OnlyFans soon. I'm going to get an OnlyFans, uh, OnlyFans account soon and start uploading. I'll uh, probably just, you know, upload videos and photos of my cock a lot, uh, jerking off, stuff like that. I might upload videos or do live streams. Um, jerking off to hentai, maybe. I guess jerking off to cartoon boards. <laughs> wow. So there, there you go. This is, this is what you get. This is what you get. When you raise your kids on electronic devices, as any of you have young children, don't give them freaking iPads, don't give them phones. Give them books. Give them real skills. <laughs> don't give them their little coomer tools. That's his game plan. He reckons you can go into pornography before politics? You know, I think I'm like charismatic and unique enough to win uh, Prime Minister, jerking off to hentai maybe. Especially if I ever end up getting a career in film. I'm going to get an OnlyFan, uh, OnlyFans account soon, jerking off. I'd have a pretty good chance if I actually become famous like that and then run for Prime Minister. Probably just, you know, upload videos and photos of my cock a lot. When I run... <laughs> I don't, we're probably not gonna watch the whole video, it's like nine minutes, but good job, Sky. D. DD over at You Did It Wrong. This is a well edited one. For Prime Minister in uh, about 15 years, make sure to vote for me. He's even given us a teaser of what his junk is like. Jasmine says my penis is pretty damn good. She says it's uh, 
best looking penis she's ever seen, and it's pretty big. Um... <laughs> At this point, it's probably worth letting him explain some of his other fetishes, so you can have a guess what might be in store for his OnlyFans. The reason I gravitate towards hentai so strongly is because I'm extraordinarily picky. Even like really attractive women can gross me out depending on like the lighting, camera angles, if they just had a, a rough month and they're looking kind of weird. He's kind of gay. But hentai, like all the women look totally perfect. It's because they're like an ideal female form. So that's why I gravitate towards hentai. Yeah, this is this is a dude who's married. This is a dude who's married. He's sitting here, he's playing video games, talking about making videos of himself jerking off to other women, selling pictures and videos of his wife online. He has a vasectomy, completely divorced the sexual act from procreation. Right? Completely divorced yourself from what sexuality is there for, and that's for procreation. And just made it into pure entertainment. Right? This is it's idolatry. This is what happens when you idolize the passions. This is what happens when you just open yourself up to all this influence. Right? You end up selling your wife's WAP on Instagram. Yo, WAP. They just look way better. <laughs> The only type of normal porn that I can kind of tolerate is uh, like Asian girls fingering each other's ass. Right, this is too. All right, this, this is disgusting. All right, vegan gains, you fucking degenerate. <laughs> so vegan gains, he's on OnlyFans. We got James Aspie on OnlyFans. We talked about this last time too. James Aspie and his new girlfriend. His girlfriend's a, another vegan activist, much less insufferable than vegan gains. Uh, James Aspie. Let's see. Effort might be humbling. <laughs> it doesn't look like people are happy. <laughs> Have you guys considered working with some vegan brands for paid advertising? You're influential and good looking. I'm sure there's a way to make money with that. Good luck. Come on now. There are tons of sanctuaries and groups out there that do vital campaigns, rescues, direct actions, liberations, etc. Struggling to to fund the work they do already. They need the money more than you do. So remember, these are, these are vegans who say they're just I'm doing it for the animals. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. It works. I got it to work. Vegan phobic. You're very welcome. All right. Thank you so much, vegan phobic. I love that one. We're gonna, let's see if we can replay that one. It, <laughs> you guys like the new alert? Let's see if it works. You have stolen my dreams. Oh, no. My childhood. All right, so it does it randomly, but every once in a while, it'll get the right one. Let's see. I fixed it. I fixed it! <laughs> We're getting notifications. I am a soy boy because I love soy. There we go. I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. All right, there you go. So now, now we'll get some more Super Chats because of the... Uh, <laughs> we've, got, we've got the new... We've got some of the new alerts. So if you guys want to see the new alert again... You gotta send them Streamlabs or the Super Chats. I think the Super Chats are working for the alerts. I don't know if this, let's see if the Streamlabs do. Streamlabs alerts. Come on, Streamlabs alert. 
I am a soy boy because I love soy. All right. Well, anyways, we'll figure that out. But we got a super chat. One of, another one of my favorite channels, Vegan Phobic. Vegan Phobic chat sends four ninety nine. Says Richard has powerful puff girl mag. Power. I'm sorry. Richard has power puff girl magazines under his mattress. Right. Yes. Richard. Richard's ideal form is uh, Jigglypuff. 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 Freaking Richard. Schwanking himself. He's cooming to Pikachu. <laughs> cooming to Team Rocket in Pikachu porn. <laughs> He's getting his red rocket off to Team Rocket. Love me some Jigglypuff hentai, says bot number 246682. Yeah. We'll all be numbered bots in the future. We'll all be numbered bots in the future. Hey, vegan phobic. Thanks to the super chat, dude. Thanks to that super chat, man. Vegan phobic. We're, me and vegan phobic were laughing about some of the vegan OnlyFans stuff earlier, and he sent me some links, but they were all just the the links that he sent me. They were like Insta vegan vegan Insta hoes, and their OnlyFans pages. But like just the preview images, they're so they're so. Uh, degenerate and raunchy they're like full-on pornography so a lot of these vegans are actually moving towards towards only fans and uh some of my conversations with vegan phobic we're laughing about that so that's what inspired me to uh do the same but we still haven't even gotten to dr gregor dr gregor's coming up uh coming up next let's um let come over here see if there's any more stream labs make sure to read all right we've read them all we've read them all but we have notifications working now for the super chats via youtube Hopefully that hench one comes through again because that's the new one. I like that one. All right, back to the OnlyFans thing. Remember, these are activists, right? James Aspie and his girlfriend. They're vegan activists. They're doing it for the animals, right? They're doing it to save the animals. Why aren't they donating to uh, rescues, right? Like, like our farm here. We're a trans-vegan rescue where... Um, <laughs> yeah, we're the trans vegan rescue. Why, why aren't you donating to our trans vegan rescue, James and Nikki? Why aren't you donating to, to the animals? To the animals. What, what's up with this? Let's see. James Aspie, up on the YouTube. Let's see. He's got. Here we go. Let's see what they have to say. Hello, everyone. Hi, everybody. How's it going? Did you just have a fun weekend? Jump in the middle here. Probably. He's uh, super high on their on their lust right now. <laughs> they're, they're, they're like honeymoon phase. This chick barely even speaks English from what I've seen so far. But um, all right. I'm glad you guys found new sexual object partners that you can masturbate yourself with. Um, very nice. Maybe you guys will eventually leave veganism and actually do something really productive like have a family and teach them real traditions and values that they can pass on to their children. But um, let me skip forward here. Let's see. The screenshot that people are sharing around that is evidence of this is a hater of mine has Google searched my name, found it, and spread it everywhere. We never shared it. And um, we didn't plan to with our audience. Oh, sure. Right. We got to go back. What are you talking about? As so many rumors being spread, so we thought we'd make this video to clear some of them up. First things first, we have good news, a very special announcement to make. Nikki and I are getting, getting married. married. We're so excited, we're so in love. Oh, that's kind of cool. You're getting married. That's nice. Good job. Congratulations. Please don't put pictures of yourself having sex on the fucking internet. Guys, I 
guys. <laughs> if you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Guys. Looks like somebody wants to be the big man and the big daddy in the chat. Gladius Celestia sends five euros. Or five, uh, yeah, that's euros. In the, in the 20 years, old dystopian and so prophetic game, Deus Ex, the main human food is soy. Soy. Interesting. Now, I've never played the game, but Musk, Elon Musk was tweeting some references to that. I guess it's got a lot of techno technocracy themes. I've seen some cutscenes from it, and it's interesting. It's an old PlayStation 2 game, right? And we can't wait to spend the rest of our lives together. Now, some of you already know this because a GoFundMe page has been shared in like every vegan Facebook group. Has been leaked. Yeah, leaked is a better word. Because we never post about it. This GoFundMe we created for our family and friends that are all over the world. Like I have family in Brazil. Okay, she from Brazil. She is from Brazil. She will be the champion of the OnlyFans. She is from Brazil. She has the Brazilian accent. She make big money, sell coochie on OnlyFans. Uh, friends in another other countries. James is the same. His family here. Uh, friends in other places. Oh, you know, she does speak pretty good English. That's cool. And she speaks good English. She's not just a... Uh, I don't know. I wish you guys the best. Hope you guys have a, uh, you know, a blessed marriage. Hope you guys drop all this vegan activism stuff and get your shit together. But get to the point. Talk about your, your freaking OnlyFans. Uh, yeah. So this GoFundMe was just a way for everyone to give us a gift. It's a way for everyone to give us money so we can get married. Is that what you're saying? Don't these, doesn't James Aspie also have like a, a Patreon where he pulls in quite a bit? I mean, we know Earthling Ed gets like eight grand a month on Patreon. Earthling Ed is pulling six figures pay, just Patreon money. Just Patreon money. Six figures. Like in every wedding. Yeah. Every wedding people give gifts or a money gift. Yeah, money it's very normal. It's a normal yeah. tradition at every wedding and we're normal people following certain normal traditions. He's just laughing. He's got a stud piercing on his lower lip. So some <laughs> Carnivore Alliance thinks that's funny. It's, it's a very like 2003 edgy thing to do, right? Does he have his? Does he have a tongue? Uh, his tongue pierced as well. Such as getting married yeah. and giving people an option to gift us at our wedding. And I think it's very mean for people to assume that we want vegans to fund our marriage. This is our marriage is paid. Yeah. No, our marriage. We don't want vegans to fund our marriage. We want it's like three, four cubes. We back. We don't want you vegan to fund our marriage. We want you to fund all our what our lives. We want you to to fund all all our all our 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 money. We want all you vegan to make us have permanent vacation. We, yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. We don't need you to give us money to finance our marriage, yes. our wedding. It's already paid for, and it's a simple way. It's already paid for with the Patreon money that I fleeced from you freaking dorks to basically live a full-on vacation life. I mean, look, they haven't, they haven't put out porno nudes and stuff yet, so who knows what they're going to put out on their OnlyFans, but these people are making quite a hefty living, LARPing like activists, telling these people, oh, we're going to save the animals, bro, we're just out there doing it for the animals, man. We're doing it for the animals. 
And then they're going to get their wedding funded through GoFundMe. But apparently that was, you know, some hater leaked that. And they didn't really want their wedding funded. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I want to hear about the OnlyFans, though. Who cares about this wedding shit? Hurry up. Don't it's worry all about good. It. We're cool. Thanks anyway. Um, the amount of people that simply believe that it's, it's what our plan was without any evidence aside from some hater. This is what must have happened. We made the page. Later that day, probably, some hater of mine has Google searched my name, found it, and spread it everywhere. We never shared it. And um, we didn't plan to with our audience. So basically, um, that's how a lot of people found out about our wedding. It's a little bit sad, but anyway, it's all good. No worries. We don't care about your wedding, dude. We want to hear about you, about your new, your new uh, sex working <laughs> job, your new side gig. Um, the other thing I wanted to clear up is that people are talking that I have millions of dollars, one to five million dollars a year. The screenshot that people are sharing around that is evidence of this is a completely um, baseless website with no fact checking and I can tell you how I know that 100% because I don't make anywhere near that much money, and I never have. Um, but I hope to. That would be awesome. Wouldn't it be awesome if all vegans were millionaires? I'm sure a lot of good people... Oh, yeah, so he thinks he thinks he deserves to be a millionaire. He thinks he deserves to be a millionaire. Living a permanent vacation lifestyle, make a three to five minute video, stoned as fuck two times a month. <laughs> These people deserve to be millionaires. They should be millionaires. Get done. Why activists need to be poor? Yeah, poor and sad. Yeah, be poor. Why activists need to be poor and sad? We should be making so much monies. Why activists have to be poor? We activists, we should make very much monies, all monies. We want all monies to be champions of monies. Making money in so many ways. We making money so many ways. We sell picture. Oh my gosh. We shall picture him pee pee. We make money so many way. <laughs> Activists should be well paid as well. We're doing a fucking amazing job for. We're doing what? a fucking amazing job. Say it for the animals. Say it, girl. Award. For the award. The award. We we shaving the award. We shaving all the award. Be well paid. We we uh. The, how do I say? We wish every hater. Was we're making money. <laughs> <laughs> we wish you all hater make a money like we make a money. We wish all you hater find sucker to make monies. Yeah, we're making a lot of money, so they wouldn't have uh, any reason to complain about James guys. making money. <laughs> if you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Guys, I like how other how he starts out with that. guys. All right, guys. We got some super chats. Let's see, we got Deputy Dave. Deputy. Them deputized himself. Let me refresh this page though. Deputy Dave says. Dang it, where is it? There it is. Deputy Dave sending 10 pounds. Says, I am among friends, so I hope you won't judge me now. I am coming out as trans-vegan, bigots. I am still recovering my health, so be gentle, or Petunia will get you. So we got, we got a former vegan, became a trans-vegan. There we go. 
your, uh, your journey begins. I'm happy for you. I'm glad you left the cult. Hopefully you didn't get too messed up from it. Focus on the good quality animal foods. You're still recovering your health. Um, sometimes it takes time. Hopefully your gut's not too trashed. Hopefully you're not too depleted in certain nutrients. And uh, I'm sure you're already feeling better. So thanks for hanging out. Thanks for lurking. Thanks for supporting. I'm curious about what your journey was like. But um, yeah, Deputy Dave, appreciate the support, man. If we got any other uh, future, future ex-vegans in the chat or trans-vegans or people just looking to dial in their diet and lifestyle you guys can become a member at primaledgehealth.com slash membership there's a link down in the description below become a member at primaledgehealth.com we do uh, weekly coaching calls in there so if you want help dialing in your diet and your lifestyle to get the results you want if you're transitioning out of a vegan diet if you're trying to lose some body fat or coming from a standard american diet or if you just like the community here and want some support from us you can become a member, primaledgehealth.com slash membership. If you sign up for a year, you get a big discount. It ends up being half the price if you sign up for one year as opposed to paying month by month. And we do weekly coaching calls in there. For those, uh, anybody else interested and wants some help dialing in their diet and lifestyle, you can hit us up there. That's the best way to go. But thank you a lot for the support. Deputy Dave, appreciate that. I'm glad you're doing well. Got another super chat from DB, Canadian5. Sending them Trudeau bucks. Says, if you have a chance during the stream, check out the video, The Consequence of Cowardice. Balances out the degeneracy you've had to watch on YouTube. The consequences of cowardice. Well, I mean, we see the consequence of cowardice right here. We, we should make all the money. We'd be the we'd be best activists. And this is cowardice right here. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll, I'll, let, me, uh, let me search that. Let's see if we can find, find that one. That's an 18-minute video. That is an 18-minute video. If that was a $100 Super Chat, we could spend 18 minutes watching that video. But I don't think we're going to watch it on stream, but I will probably watch it at some point. But let's watch a couple clips from it right now, just because we love our audience here. But as they pursued those that fled to their camp, they witnessed a most fearful tragedy. The women, standing in black clothes on their wagons, slew all that fled. Some their husbands, some their brethren, others their fathers. Plutarch on the Kimberley. Plutarch's words give us a powerful insight into the minds of our northern ancestors. Of course, this is a Roman writing, and as such it may be a little embellished, but there can be no doubt that our forebears viewed acts of cowardice with the utmost disdain. Tacitus, in his book Germania, on the origin and situation of the Germans, re-emphasizes this harsh perspective. To give ground provided that you return to the attack is considered good tactics rather than cowardice. They bring back the bodies of the fallen, even when a battle hangs in the balance. To throw away one's shield is the supreme disgrace, and the man who has thus dishonored himself is disbarred from attendance at sacrifice or assembly. Some truth in there for sure. Some truth in there for sure. I mean, we see we see the consequences of a cowardly culture right here, don't we? We see the consequences of a very cowardly culture right before us. And there are people bowing down. Oh, you're gonna die! You're gonna die! You're gonna die! People bowing down, allowing their whole life to be reformatted, allowing everything around them to be completely reset because the TV told them 
that they need to listen to the experts and lock themselves in their homes and dehumanize themselves by wearing masks in public for the rest of their lives. They're not giving you a hard endpoint on any of this too. This is cowardice. We live in a cowardice, a culture of cowardice. All right, so the OnlyFans, we got, we got tons of vegan OnlyFans. We got, you know, those vegans pissed off about Miley Cyrus too. All right, but we've got, speaking of peak human sexuality, speaking of, speaking of being in peak human form, let's find... Here we go. Speaking of toxic masculinity and not toxic masculinity, we've got we've got one of the greats, Dr. Gregor, His Holiness the Dalai Gregor. That's the next segment. As promised in the thumbnail, we got to hit up some Dr. Gregor today. Um, let's see. First, though. I gotta take a bathroom break. How about that? I'm gonna take a bathroom break. You guys can, let's see, let's watch. What do we have? I take a bathroom break while you guys watch. I need something for you guys to watch. What do we have? What do we have for you to watch? How about you watch All right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. You guys watch Dr. Gregor 30 minute Q&A on plant-based living. You watch a couple, couple minutes of this, talk about them slippies, chippies, and lint holes, and I'll be right back. Talking about me, I could do that at the end. Let's just bring Dr. Gregor on right now. Right now. Hey, Dr. Gregor. Yeah. Look, I can hear me. Ah. I can hear you. <laughs> I can see awesome. you. <laughs> that is fantastic. Well, just so everybody knows, if you have any questions or you have any comments, please feel free to share them, and I'll definitely let Dr. Gregor know what they are, and we can answer them. But until somebody else comes on and says, hey, I've got this to ask or whatever to ask, I have some questions that we actually got back in May. So the first one, the first one's a little benign, but Jill Trufant has said she makes steel cut oats every day for breakfast. And she right. adds, she adds ground flax and she cooks it together. And she oh. wanted to know if no dogs don't do that. If she wanted to know if the nutritional value of the flax was impacted by cooking it or she should, if she should add it afterwards. Do whatever she wants, cooked, uncooked, as long as she's getting her flax. Although one recommendation I would make is to up her game even more and move to oat groats, which are uncut, um, which is what they are before they are cut with steel. Um, I think she'll be very happy. Oh, that's awesome. All right, that's great advice. And then Jasper Wilkins, who works with the Plant Based Network, asked a couple of questions. And I kind of changed them up a little because they're more applicable. We wanted to know your top three tips for staying healthy during the pandemic. Ah, uh, distance, distance, distance. 
You can't get the virus unless the virus can get to you. Where's the virus come? Comes from other people. So you stay the hell away from other people. Boom! That was easy. In fact, wearing masks may actually do more harm than good because it can make people, lull people into a false sense of security and they may put themselves in an indoor crowded, poorly ventilated space when they wouldn't otherwise and uh, they can be infected because of it. Stay away from people if you don't want to get the virus. All right. Well, that's great. And it's like people obviously are staying home a lot. And for me, this has been a really, really healthy time. I've completely improved uh, exercise, what I'm eating, the whole thing. The pen, I, I've turned it into a positive, but that's what I tend right. to do with situations that could be considered extremely negative. For my extroverted friends, completely different story. I'm more introverted. I just took this time and said, I'm not going to waste it. So health-wise, whole foods, plant-based, doing more of that, and you know, that's great. Outside of just distance, are there any? Is there any advice you would give for people with actually health-wise? Well, uh, they should do what you're doing. They should take advantage of this time to get on a good sleep schedule, to reduce their stress, to start an exercise program, meditation practice, uh, staying connected, albeit remotely with friends and family, and eating a healthy diet. Exactly. Right? You're not going out to eat as much anymore. Fantastic. You have control over your diet. And so let's make it healthy. Make it healthy. All right. So I could kind of hear from the other room. And it sounded like what he was saying is the way to be safe is to stay away from people. All right? Is it three times? Three times. Stay away from people. Stay away from people. Stay away from people. Good global citizen, Dr. Gregor. Top three tips. Just stay away from people. You know, don't. Don't fortify your immune system by getting the proper nutrients you need. Um, you know, we've got lots of research about the efficacy of zinc, the importance of zinc. Don't worry about any of that. Just stay away from people, right? Eat your slippies, chippies, and lent holes and stay away from people. So um, right, we've got, we got to go back though. We've got first, so much, there's so much to learn about. There's so many things to learn from Dr. Kreger. Vegetarians and stroke risk factors. Not the stroke risk factors of when Vegan Gain sees Team Rocket on Pokemon and, uh, and has the risk of stroking himself. Not the stroke risk factors of your daughters selling their pictures of themselves to get through college selling their nudes so that dudes can stroke their risk factors to pictures of them. Um, not those types of, uh, types of stroke risk factors. Stroke risk factors from being vegetarian and vegan. Let's see how Dr. Gregor spins this one. All right, so remember, this is, this is the peak. This is peak human form. I don't know if you guys understand. This is, this is peak human sexuality right here. This is peak man sexiness. Right, this, this is the creme de la creme. This is the cream that rises to the top from the rest of the milk. Dr. Gregor, the greatest vegan to ever live. Let's see, let's, let's see what he's got to say about vegetarians and stroke risk factors because remember, vegetarians and vegans are a much higher risk for stroke. Not the kind of stroke that vegan gains likes. A different kind of stroke. Let's hear about this.
Leonardo da Vinci had a stroke. Might his vegetarian diet been to blame? His stroke may have been related to an increase in homocysteine level because of the long duration of his vegetarian diet. A suboptimal intake of vitamin B12, which is common, those eating plant-based diets, unless they take a B12 supplement or eat B12 fortified foods regularly. Okay. <laughs> Wait. Did you just admit that vegan vegetarian diets are admittedly deficient in nutrients that are required for brain health and central nervous system function? Dr. Michael Greger, who obviously has a fully functioning brain and central nervous system and is performing at the peak of human possibility? Did you just admit this? Let me rewind this. Vegetarian diet been to blame. His stroke may have been related to an increase in homocysteine level because of the long duration of his vegetarian diet. A suboptimal intake of vitamin B12, which is common, those eating plant-based diets, unless they take a B12 supplement or eat B12 fortified huh? foods. Wait, wait, wait. Common? Common? Can lead to an increased level of homocysteine in the blood, which is accepted as an important risk factor for stroke. Accepted, maybe overstating. Yeah, let's. Oh, well, when cholesterol, when we talk about cholesterol, you know, we'll just go ahead and demonize it, even though there's plenty of very, very uh, good scientific research indicating that it's not, not causing cardiovascular disease and heart attacks. Well, we'll go ahead and treat this one differently. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and go, we'll just demonize cholesterol. We'll say that cholesterol, the science is settled. But with homocysteine, oh, well, it may make you more <laughs> liable, more uh, susceptible to stroke. It may make you more susceptible to ischemic heart disease, high homocysteine levels from having too low B12. Well, there's a little bit of controversy. Controversy oh. surrounding the connection between homocysteine and stroke risk, but those with higher homocysteine levels do seem to have more atherosclerosis in the carotid arteries that lead up to the brain compared to those with, you know, single-digit homocysteine levels. And do seem to be... But, 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 I thought it was just cholesterol. The cholesterol was so bad. No, no, wait, so you're saying that lack of animal foods can lead to increased risk for stroke and heart attack? What? Ischemic stroke? at higher risk of clotting strokes in observational studies, and more recently, bleeding strokes as well as increased risk of dying from cardiovascular disease, as well as all causes put together. Even more convincing is the genetic data. About 10% of the population has a gene that increases homocysteine levels about two points. And they do appear okay, to so have... the MTHFR, this is something that the whole uh, you know, paleo, low-carb community has been talking about for so long, right? These vegans are like 10 years behind the real world in assessing some of these biomarkers, in weighing the, uh, the importance of some of these biomarkers in the specific context of dietary and lifestyle changes. These vegans are so far behind, it's ridiculous. They, they act like... The whole paleo, low-carb community hasn't talked about these things for the last decade. It's amazing. But they can get by with this because they have this cult mentality and they keep their cult members from ever listening to anything from outside of the bubble. Significantly higher odds of having a stroke. Uh, most convincing would be randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trials to prove 
Homocysteine lowering with B vitamins can lower strokes, and that indeed appears to be the case. So that indeed appears, appears to be the case. He's admitting here that eating animal foods, you only get vitamin B12 from animal foods. You only get it in its bioavailable form, in its most bioavailable, assimilable, and digestible form. You only get that from animal foods. He's admitting here that animal foods are going to prevent stroke, <laughs> and the vegans and vegetarians are more likely to suffer from strokes, all the while looking like and acting like somebody who is in the middle of having a stroke. Who's Dr. Greger coming at you live from my treadmill in the middle of having a stroke, slurring my speech constantly, barely able to make a coherent point because I am chronically malnourished. And it is visibly obvious when you just look at my head and the shape of my neck. But I believe that if I just speak in this smug, assuming, faux-intelligent voice and use specific mannerisms and pause when I'm talking, then my audience will be so hypnotized that they won't realize that I'm literally having a stroke right now. For clotting strokes, strokes with homocysteine-lowering interventions more than five times as likely to reduce stroke compared to placebo. Ironically, one of the arguments against the role of homocysteine in strokes is that, you know, assuming that vegetarians have lower vitamin B12 levels, then the incidence of stroke should be increased among vegetarians. But supposedly, this wasn't the case, but it had never been tested, never been studied on... Uh, but then it was... Then it was... <laughs> and guess what happened? In this prospective cohort in the UK, fish eaters and vegetarians had lower rates of ischemic heart disease than meat eaters, although vegetarians had higher rates of hemorrhagic and total stroke. Oh, you're not going to have a heart attack, but you're going to have a stroke, is going to tell you. And we all know that cholesterol does not cause heart disease. And there's absolutely no proof of causation between cholesterol and heart disease. It's something that's been explored very deeply. And this whole diet-heart diet hypothesis has been refuted very effectively from many different angles. The, a shout out to Dave Feldman. Dave Feldman's done a lot of really good work on cholesterol and its relationship to cardiovascular disease. Check out Dave Feldman, cholesterolcode.com. He's uh, coming from an engineering standpoint, done a lot of fantastic work. Check him out. Shout out to Dave Feldman. I got annoyed as hell with Dave Feldman's early coverage of this stupid freaking virus bullshit and his mask nonsense, but I still got a lot of respect and love for Dave, even though I completely disagree with his early assessment of what was going on. And I was very annoyed with how he behaved in the early days of this freaking social engineering thing. But anyways, but anyways, <laughs> Dave Feldman's done a lot of really good work on this. So here he is admitting... You're putting yourself at risk for stroke if you do what he tells you to do. Now, vegetarians do appear to be at higher risk, and no wonder. As about a quarter of vegetarians and nearly three quarters of the vegans studied were B12 depleted or deficient, resulting in extraordinarily high homocysteine levels. Huh? 
Well, 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 I thought a vegan diet was completely suitable for people of all ages, whether they be pregnant, nursing, or whatever. I thought veganism was good for everybody. Well, that may not be the case, huh? How hypocritical are these people? These vegans will watch this video and then still, and then still say that this is a nutritionally complete and completely adequate diet for all people of all stages of development and all ages. Why so much B12 deficiency? Because only a small minority were taking a dedicated B12 supplement. And unlike the US, B12 fortification of organic foods isn't allowed. Uh, so while US soy milk and other products may be fortified with B12, UK products may not. Uh, we don't see the same problem among US vegans in the Adventist study, uh, presumed to be because- The Adventist study, which is done by ideological vegans. Done by vegetarian and vegan ideologues, ideologues, I can't even speak, at the Adventist church. The B12 fortification, commonly eaten foods, it may be no coincidence that the only study I was able to find that showed a significantly lower stroke mortality risk among vegetarians was an Adventist study. Oh, there you go. So... I mean, it's just so much doublespeak here. The only study he was able to find that showed less likeliness of getting a stroke as a vegetarian or vegan was an Adventist study, an ideologically boxed-in study done by ideologues at the Adventist church who fund most of the vegetarian and vegan research. But start eating... Who, who got their doctrines through channelings of Ellen G. White through, through a channeler. Now, this is a New Age cult pushing this. Seventh-day Adventism is a New Age cult. Strictly plant-based without B12 fortified foods or supplements. And B12 deficiency can develop, but that was only for those not eating sufficient foods fortified with B12. Those eating plant-based not being careful about getting a regular, reliable source of B12 have lower B12 levels and consequently higher homocysteine levels. The only way to prove vitamin B12 deficiency is a risk factor for cardiovascular disease in vegetarians is to put it to the test. And when researchers measured the amount of atherosclerosis in the carotid arteries, the, the main arteries supplying the brain between vegetarians... Oh, and there you go. So they measured the carotid artery and they found there wasn't a significant difference. But there's still plenty of studies showing that high homocysteine puts you at risk of stroke, dude. Let's not try to whitewash this shit. And non-vegetarians, no significant difference was. Oh, so you don't even have to worry. Don't worry, guys. Malnourish your children. Feed your newborn baby a vegan diet. You're all good. I found one study that might indicate that you'll be good. Uh, they both look just as bad, even though vegetarians uh, tend to have better risk factors such as cholesterol and blood pressure. They suggest B12 deficiency is playing a role, but you know, how do they know? Uh, some measures of artery function weren't any better either. Again, they surmise vitamin B12 deficiency overwhelming the natural plant-based benefits. Yes, the beneficial effects of vegetarian diets on you know, cholesterol and blood sugars need to be advocated, but the necessity to correct vitamin B12 deficiency in vegetarian diets cannot be overstated. Sometimes vegetarians did even worse. Oh, oh but sometimes vegetarians... Listen to this. How are you going to wrap this up? How are you going to tie this up with a nice little vegan bow, dude? 
This looks horrible. This looks horrible for vegans and vegetarians. I wish more vegans and vegetarians would actually watch this video so they could understand the risk that they're truly putting themselves at. They're putting themselves in the front of a freaking moving vehicle of nutrient deficiencies, central nervous system degradation, and possible stroke. Look at this dude's face. That's the face of peak health. That's a vegan doctor. That's, a, that's an expert of the settled science that is settled. Artery wall thickness, worse artery wall function, raising concern more than a decade before the new stroke study about the vascular health of vegetarians. Yes, their B12 was low. Yes, their homocysteine was high, suggesting that vitamin B12 deficiency in vegetarians might have adverse effects on their vascular health. But what you would need is an interventional study where you give them B12 and see if that fixes it. And here we go. Double. Oh, all you gotta do is take some cyanocobalamin that's mined by child slaves in Africa. No. What you, most of you vegans don't realize is while you're virtue signaling about the benefits for the planet and for the animals, you are literally enslaving little African children to mine cobalt so that we can turn that cobalt into metacobalamin and sigmaicobalamin, and then we can give you those compounds in their synthetic form. Now, if we could only all go vegan so that we're all dependent on cobalt mined by child slaves in Africa. If we could all, if we could all just all take child slave requiring methylcobalamin and cyanocobalamin and use Apple and Google products that require Congolese children to be mining Cobalt. Now, one of the benefits of this is you can all. I'm not having any difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. And there it is. There it is. I really like that one. Now, Jessica thinks that I should have cut it off. After I should. No, she said. Okay, she agrees now. I'm not having any difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. <laughs> Resting bitch face says, I'm too tired to find the stream thingy. You're too tired to find the stream thingy. Well, here's a link. Support the stream. Stream Labs is the best way. But thank you. Resting bitch face. That's a great way to support. It is a good way to support. Just remember, some of that support goes to YouTube as well, which is a company to be reviled, which is a company... That although, yeah, hey, we're still able to stream here, which is cool. We're still monetized for now. But YouTube has been thrashing this platform that creators, content creators like us created. But hey, man, I'm, I'm not mad at you. Man or woman, resting bitch face. You got a resting bitch face. What resting bitch face, male or female? I don't know. I just don't know. Probably trans vegan, though. I'm, I'm sorry you're too tired to find the stream thing. It's almost 10 o'clock. I'm also pretty tired. Normally, I wouldn't be up this late. Normally, I wouldn't have. This is the, the first, I haven't had a drink in a while. It's been almost a month since I've had a, had a nice glass of whiskey. But, 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 I'm not too tired to read your super chat. And I appreciate, even though you're too tired to find the stream thing, that you send that super chat. So thank you very much. Anyways, 
This is Dr. Michael Greger coming to you live from my treadmill. Telling you to take methylcobalamin made from cobalt mined for Congolese children who are literal slaves. So while I tell you that you're going to get social credits and social justice bonus points for eating a vegan diet, what I don't tell you is that you're literally supporting the enslavement of African children. Apple and Google named in the U.S. lawsuit over Congolese child cobalt mining deaths. These are slaves that mine that cobalt. So you can turn it into your B12 supplements. Wait, where'd it go? Where did my... Where'd Dr. Gregor go? He's the Gregor. The great Gregor. All right, let's go back. Placebo-controlled randomized crossover study, and the title gives it away. Vitamin B12 supplementation improves arterial function in vegetarians with subnormal... Vitamin B12 supplement improves arterial function. Again, is he drunk? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. If you give him the benefit of the doubt, and you say he's been, he's, he's been doing a little bit of day drinking... And that's why he slurs his speech and is barely audible. You could give him the benefit of the doubt, but I don't think he is. I really don't think he is. I just think this is just how he rolls. And we've been seeing over the last few years a deterioration, haven't we? We've been seeing this happening before our very eyes. As this dude talks about increased risk of stroke from the diet that he promotes while showing all the signs of having had like a recent stroke. Dr. Michael Greger has another minute and a half to cope. Let's see how he wraps this up. Let's see how he ties this up. Is he going to tie this up like a nice package with a little bow on top of it with a V and a blue check mark next to it? Let's see. Vitamin B12 status. So that may explain compromised vitamin B12 status among those eating more plant-based due to not taking B12 supplements or regularly eating vitamin B12 fortified foods may explain the higher stroke risk found among vegetarians. Unfortunately, many vegetarians resist taking vitamin B12 supplements. And even when they do take those vitamin B12 supplements, they still aren't absorbing it, they still aren't assimilating it, and they still get the high homocysteine, but then when they start eating animal foods, they feel better. And you're telling them to avoid that at all costs. You're buying time for disease to take root in these people's bodies and minds. And you're promoting the destruction of children. And we know children have been affected by this shit. And this is why we speak out against it. I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. Look, I know we're, we're hitting a real small niche here. But this is an important one to hit. These people are malnourishing children. These people are trying to push into the mainstream and get their ideas and their ideological stance erected on a massive pedestal using the UN, using big finance, using Beyond Meat, using Bill Gates, using these big billionaire investors. These people are trying to get you to move towards a plant-based diet to save the planet and to be healthy when it's the exact opposite. The exact opposite. Due to misconceptions like, you know, holding on to the old myth that a deficiency of this vitamin is rare among plant-based eaters. A common mistake is to think that the 
the presence of dairy products and eggs in the diet, as in a lacto-ovo vegetarian diet, can still you know, ensure proper intake of B12 despite excluding meat. And now that we may have nailed the cause, maybe future studies should focus on identifying ways of convincing vegetarians to routinely take vitamin B12 supplements in order to prevent a deficiency. So that's vegetarians. Those are people who will eat dairy, people who will eat eggs. Vegans omit both of those. Imagine how much worse they are. Oh, that's it. Nutritionfacts.org. Thank you, Dr. Gregor. You are a true hero. You are a true hero. Right, I'll come over here to the chat. What's up, everybody? The good doctor, Dr. Gregor. You guys want to keep going? We still got about the same amount of viewership. Got a little under 150 people watching right now. We used to get like 200, but we'll see. Well, maybe YouTube will let us grow into getting 200 live, 300 live like we used to get. I know there are really several billion people. All of India is really actually watching this. Most of China is watching. They're huge fans. Most of America is watching right now. We've probably got at least like 4 billion real viewers, and YouTube's just skewing the numbers. You guys want to keep going? We're going three hours already. I got another video. We, we, we can tie this up with a nice little vegan bow with a blue check mark next to it. But we're going to need some support from the chat. You guys got to keep, you guys got to cheer me on. You guys got to give some thumbs up. Dang, vegans can't stand Dr. Gregor. <laughs> Sideshow Bob says it's been a chill stream. Yeah, it's been good so far. Carnivore Alliance, these evil people get good paychecks, and I'm here grinding, struggling. Hey, we're all here grinding, struggling, right? And these people are getting paid out the ass. Running foundations like Dr. Gregor. James Aspie gets paid to basically do nothing, live on permanent vacation. How does that even feel good? How does it feel good to live on permanent vacation and do nothing, create nothing? How does that even feel? These, no wonder these people are depressed. If I do nothing all day, I feel like shit. Ellie Count says, I watch you from South America. I broadcast to you from South America, Ellie. Where are you at? We're in Ecuador. We Ecuadorianos. Somos Ecuadorianos. All right, guys. Support the stream. Hit the like. Hit the thumbs up. Hit the share. Use the Streamlabs link in the description and in the chat right now. If you want to support Chile. How's it going in Chile, Ellie? Chile is crazy. Chile's crazy, isn't it? We didn't. We need an OnlyFans of you milking the cow. Yeah, that's gonna. That would be a good way. How? I'm. I'm. What if we made an OnlyFans and just do footage of like milking cows, and <laughs> taking care of shearing sheep, right? Like actual skills. I'm not trying to make OnlyFans monies. I'm not trying to make them monies for the OnlyFans. Screw that company. Screw that company. We'll, hear, we'll make fun of them, and we can monetize via the Streamlabs and the Super Chats. And we actually help people. We actually work our butts off for this shit. All right, so let's go back to vegan Dr. Gregor talking about the efficacy and safety of creatine for high homocysteine. So we just learned about high homocysteine being related, being possibly causal in strokes. And let's talk about the efficacy and safety of creatine, another compound that's available exclusively in animal foods. <laughs> another animal food-based compound. 
that can help save you from this shit. And guess where you get creatine? Red meat. Red meat. blood levels of homocysteine in men is about one and a half points higher than in women. Maybe that's one of the reasons why men tend to be at higher risk for cardiovascular disease. Women don't need to make as much creatine as men since they tend to have less muscle mass, and that may help explain the gen- Well, how about vegans like you? Do they also have less muscle mass? Men tend to be at higher risk for cardiovascular disease. Women don't need to make as much creatine as men since they tend to have less muscle mass, and that may help explain the gender gap in homocysteine levels. If you remember from my last video, in the process of making creatine, your body produces homocysteine as a byproduct. So maybe for people with stubbornly high homocysteine levels that don't sufficiently respond to B vitamins, perhaps Creatine supplementation may represent a practical strategy to draw homocysteine levels down into the normal range. It seemed to work in rats, but in humans it worked in one study, this one, but didn't seem to work in another study, this one, or this one. And in this study, homocysteine levels were even driven up. So this whole suggestion that taking creatine supplements would lower homocysteine was called into question. But all those studies were done in non-vegetarians, so they were effectively already supplementing with creatine every day in the form of muscle meat. So they were no, 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 that's not supplementing. Just because they're not vegetarian doesn't mean they're eating beef every day, dude. Red meat has significant amounts of creatine in it. You can get like five grams of creatine by eating a significant amount of meat, but just because you're not vegetarian doesn't mean you're eating significant amounts of meat. Most non-vegetarian and non-vegan standard American dieters eat very little good quality meat. They don't eat a bunch of red meat. They're eating KFC. They're eating a few ounces maximum of animal foods per day. They're eating a mostly plant-based diet. The American diet, the standard American diet, is about 70 to 80% calorically plant food. You have freaking fruitcake. Tristan Kent calls him a fruitcake. Absolute fruitcake. Phoenix compilations in the chat. We've got celebrity superstar Phoenix compilations in the chat. Shout out to Phoenix compilations who make some great funny little compilations within our niche here. But what are you talking about, dude? What the hell are you saying, Dr. Gregor? Supplements with lower homocysteine was called into question, but all those studies were done in non-vegetarians, so they were effectively already supplementing with creatine every day in the form of muscle meat. So they were basically- Supplementing, so eating meat is supplementing. You're basically supplementing all the nutrients you need, zinc, vitamin A, <laughs> You, you iron, heme iron, zinc, iodine. You're just supplementing that by eating animal foods. It's the same as taking a supplement. This linguistic twist, this ling linguistic manipulation that these people use is very obvious. Anybody with half a brain. Just testing higher versus lower supplementation. Those eating strictly plant-based make all their creatine from scratch so maybe more sensitive to an added creatine source. Uh, but there were never any studies on creatine supplementation in vegans for homocysteine lowering. 
until now. They took a bunch of vegans who were not supplementing their diets with vitamin B12. So, you know, some of their homocysteine levels were like through the roof. How did, all right, so let's read this quote. We included individuals who were vegan for more than one year who did not supplement their diets with vitamin B12. So does that mean that they were all not supplementing or that they included that they included some people who were not supplementing? He's not, he's not very clear about that. Of course, this dude is always misrepresenting the research that he claims to have read. Through the roof, a few as high as 50 when the ideal is more like under 10. But after taking some creatine for a few weeks, all of their homocysteine levels normalized. Before. Whoa, after just taking creatine. Why don't you just eat meat? Why don't you just eat meat, dude? You look fucking anemic. Look how thick your glasses have to be. Look how much myopia you've got. You can't even see. You can see, look at, look at the thickness of that glass. He's got like a half inch thick piece of glass in front of his eyes so his beady little vegan peckers can see. But he's going to say, oh, just supplement with some creatine. What about the zinc? What about the bioavailable heat? I'm not having any difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. <laughs> there we go. That's what I like. I like when we get those, we get those yes. interruptions. If you want to be the big man, the big daddy. Do you want to be the big man, the big daddy? Fair, isn't it? Jessica's up late. It's 10 o'clock. She's done. We got her. She's all, she's all done. But we're still getting super chats. How can you end the stream if people are still supporting the stream? The people have spoken and they want more stream. Gladius Celestia donates two euros via super chat. Says, Creus, creatine, meat in Greek, LOL, literally, exactly. That's where you get creatine. You get it from meat, Dr. Gregor. You get it from the meat. You're getting creatine. You're getting zinc. You're getting heme iron. You're getting all the nutrients that you don't get on a vegan diet. And oh, what do you know? It cures the vegan symptoms that you're getting. The symptoms of brain fog, the symptoms of central nervous system deterioration, the symptoms of stroke. Because let's admit it. These long-term vegans act like they're always having a fucking stroke. Gladius Celestia, thanks for the two-year super chat. Del Bridge, there you go, Del Bridge, one of the favorite super chatters around. Del Bridge donates five bucks through super chat. Says, um, I read that two pounds of red muscle meat equates to about five grams of creatine. So yes, five grams of creatine. Now that might be right, about two pounds of muscle meat. Five grams of creatine. So... Very few people, even on, even if you're doing like a meat-based diet, very few people are going to eat two pounds of muscle meat a day. The cost is prohibitive. It's very difficult to get good quality meat for a lot of people. A lot of people are afraid of meat. But you're going to get plenty of creatine from just eating meat. Supplementing creatine is not necessary if you're eating sufficient amounts of good quality animal foods, if you're eating good quality red meat. So yeah, Dr. Greger's here saying... You're at more risk of a stroke, but if you just take some creatine, right? If you just supplement this and supplement that, why don't you just eat meat every day? Why don't you just eat a steak every day? And you don't have to worry about any of this shit. You, you don't have to worry about looking like you, Dr. Greger. You don't have to worry about acting like you, Dr. Greger. You don't have to worry about frying your central nervous system like a lot of these people who follow your advice do. You don't have to worry about a lot of the issues of nutrient deficiencies for yourself and your children if you just eat animal foods. 
What'd you say? How do they make vegan creatine? How do they make vegan creatine? Exactly. That creatine, is that vegan? Most definitely not. I guarantee you 90% plus of the creatine is not vegan. I'm not going to spend the time to research that live right now, but that's something to look into. Where's that creatine come from? Is that plant-based? Is it plant-based? But after taking some creatine for a few weeks, all of their homocysteine levels normalized before and after. Right? Now, they didn't really normalize. After taking creatine, a compound that's available exclusively in animal foods, which would have been under 10, but that's presumably because they weren't taking any B12, right? And remember, creatine is also used as a nootropic. It improves brain function and central nervous system function. It doesn't just increase your muscle mass, right, through allowing you to hold a little bit more water, a little bit more water weight, a little bit more glycogen in the muscles, a little more fluids, volumizing the muscles. That's what creatine does. There are also cognitive benefits. We require these things. Let's hear how he dances around this. Vegetarians and vegans, vitamin B12 supplements, either daily dosing or once a week. If I just say this with a smug, smarmy voice, then I believe that you're stupid enough to listen to me because I say, I'm a doctor. And their levels really normalize in a matter of months. Really? The fact that even without B12, uh, they, that you could bring down homocysteine levels with creatine alone suggests, to me at least, that if your homocysteine is elevated on a plant-based diet, meaning above 10, despite taking B12 supplements and eating you know, greens and beans to get enough folate, well, then it may be worth experimenting with supplementing with a gram of creatine for a few weeks and see if your homocysteine... Okay, hey, is that creatine vegan? How about you just eat meat? How about you just eat freaking meat? Imagine, there's so many. Imagine how many mothers are watching this. There are mothers who are starving their children, destroying their central nervous system, destroying their ability to have a legitimately healthy life as a human being by listening to this demon freaking Dr. Gregor here. Look how thick this dude's glasses are. I cannot see his, his vision is getting worse and worse. His neck and his head are perfect and beautiful and perfectly acceptable. If you just supplement right, you can look just like him. Peak vegan performance. If you take the right supplements, take the right drugs, you can do a vegan diet. Save the animals and look. More like Dr. Gregor. Levels come down. Why one gram? That's approximately how much non-vegetarians are not having to make themselves. Uh, that's how much erased vegetarian discrepancies in blood and muscle, and how much has been shown to be safe in the longer term. How safe exactly is it? Well, one can take a bit of comfort in the fact that it's one of the world's best-selling dietary supplements. How about you just eat meat? Eat meat. Where's the creatine come from? Is it vegan? Probably not. Literally billions of servings taken, and the only consistently reported side effect has been weight gain, uh, presumed to be from water retention. Uh, the only serious side effects appear to be among those with pre-existing kidney diseases, taking whopping doses like 20 grams a day. A concern was raised uh, that creatine could potentially form a carcinogen 
known as N-nitrososarcosine, when it hit the acid bath of the stomach, but when actually put to the test, this does not appear to be a problem. Bottom line, doses up to three grams a day are unlikely to pose any risk, provided high purity creatine is used. And as we all know, dietary supplements are not regulated by the FDA, it may contain contaminants, or, or not actually contain what's on the label. Oh, you mean like all your vegan supplements that you say people need to take to stay alive? Oh, you mean there's no regulation on these vegan supplements that you need to stay alive, that you gotta take in order to not die? You're admitting that? You're admitting that? That we can't trust what's on the labels of these supplements, that they're gonna be contaminated very often with heavy metals, with all sorts of nonsense, that when they're extracting some of these compounds, they're using things like hexane. Yeah. Yeah. So Dr. Greger, Dr. Greger is laying it down here. So all your cyanocobalamin supplements that require slave labor to mine, those are also possibly contaminated. That's right. Uh, that creatine could potentially form a carcinogen known as N-nitrososarcosine, when it hit the acid bath of the stomach, but when actually put to the test, this does not appear to be a problem. Bottom line, doses up to three grams a day are unlikely to pose any risk, provided high purity creatine is used. And as we all know, dietary supplements are not regulated by the FDA, it may contain contaminants, or, or not actually contain what's on the label. Contaminants generated during the industrial production. When researchers looked at 33 samples of creatine supplements made in the US and Europe, they all did actually contain creatine, which is nice, but about half exceeded the maximum level recommended by food safety authorities for at least one contaminant. The researchers recommend that consumers give their preference to products obtained by producers that ensure the highest quality control, easier said than done. Because of the potential risks, I don't think people should be you know, taking creatine supplements willy-nilly, but the potential benefits may exceed the potential risks if, again, you're on a healthy plant-based diet taking B12 and your homocysteine levels are still not under 10, I would suggest giving a gram a day of creatine a try to see if it brings it down. Um, the reason I did this whole video series all goes back to this study which found that although the overall cardiovascular disease risk is lower in vegetarians and vegans combined, they appeared to be at slightly higher stroke risk. Went through a list of potential causes, arrived at elevated homocysteine, and the solution, a regular, reliable source of vitamin B12. See, the, all this reductionist attitude towards food. How about you just eat meat? If you just eat meat, you bypass all of these potential downfalls of a vegan diet. Just eat meat. What's the problem? The cheapest, easiest method that I personally use is one 2,500 microgram chewable tablet of cyanocobalamin. In fact, you can just use 2,000 uh, microgram once a week, and cyanocobalamin is the... But these people very often still show symptoms of deficiency, even when supplementing this. Most stable source of B12. Take that once a week. And then as I detail in this video, a backup plan for those doing that and still having elevated homocysteine is an empirical trial of one gram a day of creatine supplementation, which has been shown to improve at least capillary blood flow in those who started out with high homocysteine levels. 
The bottom line is that plant-based diets appear to markedly reduce our risk of multiple leading killer diseases, heart disease. <laughs> no, 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 no. Vegan diets tend to decrease cholesterol, which has been falsely vilified as the root cause of heart disease, which is not true. And they will not let that one go. Look at those eyes. Wow. Look like a little, little demonic shark, Dr. Greger here. Type 2 diabetes and many common types of cancer, but an increased risk of stroke may represent an Achilles heel. Nonetheless, they have the potential to achieve a truly exceptional health span if they face this problem forthrightly by restricting <laughs> salt intake. Don't eat salt. Don't eat salt. So you're going to have lower blood volume, higher blood pressure from not eating salt. Salt is crucial. We need sodium. We need electrolytes. Don't eat salt. Further decrease the volume of your blood and make yourself more skinny and emaciated. Great idea, Dr. Gregor. Practical measures that promote brain artery health. Nonetheless, these considerations do not justify nutritional nihilism. On balance, even strictly plant-based diets offer such versatile protection to long-term health that they remain highly recommendable. Most likely, the optimum strategy is to eat plant-based along with going out of the way to eat particularly protective foods, as I talked about before, regular aerobic exercise, and most importantly, taking your vitamin B12. Oh, and Hey, how about just eating animal foods? And you bypass all that shit. How about you just eat animal foods? You don't have to take any supplements that could be possibly contaminated, which you admit in this video. You admit here that there's heavy contamination of these supplements, yet you tell people to rely on supplements and trust them. Uh, try not to huff with cream charging canister gas. What a joke. So, oh, you know, high homocysteine, you could just because you're doing too many whippets. You did too many whippets, and that's why you got high homocysteine. Oh, it's not such a big deal. If you do whippets, you get the high homocysteine. Ooh, I'm an expert. Oh, let's just conflate uh, doing whippets with, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, if you just, you just suck on that bottle of Cool Whip, you suck that up, you're going to make a low homocysteine. Huh? <laughs> what a joke. What a joke. So, oh, don't worry about it. If you do a bunch of whippets, you're going to get high homocysteine too. So it just doesn't even matter. There's some hardcore science from Dr. Greger. Homocysteine and the solution, a regular reliable source of vitamin B12. Like animal foods. The like animal foods. The best way to get that is from quality animal foods. So there we go. Dr. Greger admitting that animal foods are necessary for health. Dude, we've been going. We've been going and going and going. What's up, everybody? You guys want to keep going? We could do a little more. It's 10.30. I can do another 30 minutes. We got Dr. Greger interview on plant-based sex. <laughs> now, this ties it all together. But I'm not going to go. We, we, might, we might end the stream. We might keep going. If you guys want to support, we'll keep going. What do you guys say? Let's come over here to the chat. What's up, guys? Carnivore Alliance. Megiddo Eubanks. What's up, Megiddo Eubanks? Take off your blinkers. Says, I like sucking on whipped cream, but it has sugar in it from the can. Ooh, 
I don't do too many whippets. You might get I homocysteine. <laughs> resting bitch face. What's up, resting bitch face? Phoenix compilations. What's up, Zyklon? Be still and no god. We've got a lot of regulars in the chat. Thank you guys who do support via the Streamlabs. Streamlabs is the best way to support the chats here. YouTube super chats. We don't know how long those are going to be here. That's a good way to support too. But the Streamlabs is the best way to support. So if you guys want more more of this content, you guys want more of this stuff. If you like what you see. Please support. And come over here to the chat. What's up, guys? <laughs> I think Gregor has Viagra in the cabinet. Gregor is Viagra. What are you talking about? Gregor is Viagra. I don't know. We've been going for a while, though. We've been going for a while. How much? How much Viagra? <laughs> how much more? Can we do this? This stream is literally Viagra for you people. We're keeping you guys awake. We're keeping you up. It's 10.30 at night. I should be asleep. What's up? Okay, there's my mod. Finally, my mod shows up. Finally, okay, my mod. My trusty, my only trusted mod shows up. What's up? Okay, nice to see you here. Always a blessing to have okay up in the chat. I know half our usual viewers... We're out watching Jay Dyer's stream. Jay Dyer always got to make his streams at the same time as me. And even my mods bail on me. Even my mods bounce on me. It's okay. It's okay, though. You know what's up. <laughs> Why is Jay got to stream at the same time? That's my question. Doesn't he know that every single night I could potentially do a live stream? Come on, Jay. You got to ask permission. You must ask permission. <laughs> like, I must ask permission from Frank DeFano to ever do a stream. No, you guys, I, I don't blame you guys for watching Jay Dyer's stream. I would rather watch Jay's stream than my stream. Not all you simps. All you simps. You guys want to learn about what it is to be a real man? Interview Dr. Michael Greger. How to improve your sex life with a whole foods plant-based diet. You guys want to improve sex life <laughs> with a whole foods plant-based plant diet? We might have to do this next time. We've been going for a while already. <laughs> Let me see. We got any super chats here? Dell Bridge sent five bucks through super chat earlier. We already read that one. I read that two pounds of red muscle meat equates to five grams of creatine. And remember, creatine, it's beneficial not just for like muscle growth, but people use it as a nootropic for improving brain function, central nervous system function. We need animal foods. We need freaking animal foods. Instead of supplementing with B12, supplementing with creatine, why don't you just eat some good food? Eat real foods. Eat animal foods. All right, we, I think we have to watch this video just to wrap it up. All right, we, got, we, we talked about OnlyFans. We talked about Pimp Simps. We talked about it all. Right, the viewership's going down, though. Should we keep going? I haven't had a, last time I asked if we should keep going, I haven't had a super chat since or a, a Streamlabs donation since. All right, but we're going to keep going anyways. We're not just in it for the money. We're in it for the laughs as well. Interview of Dr. Michael Greger. How to improve your sex life with a Whole Foods plant-based diet. Hi, I'm Venus O'Hara, and welcome to a very special video. Oh, Venus O'Hara, Venus named after the goddess of sexuality. 
Venus. Venus, also named after Lucifer. Orgasm activist. She's an orgasm activist. We've got orgasm activist Venus O'Hara talking to animal activist. Animal activist. Orgasm activist and animal activist joining forces. If you guys want to watch this, please support. We need your support. All you simps out there. All you prom, all you prom alleged simps out there. You want to learn about orgasm activisms? <laughs> you better, you better join the OnlyFans brigade. You better join Dr. Gregor's OnlyFans, and you can learn all about this. The other day, I had, <laughs> I had the privilege of interviewing Dr. Michael Gregor, and he is the founder Doctor. of NutritionFacts.org. He's also the best-selling author of How Not to Die, How Not to Diet and more recently, how to survive a pandemic. In this interview, I ask lots of questions about sexuality and if we can improve our sex lives with a whole foods, plant-based diet. Check. A robot. This is, this is, like, this is supposed to be... <laughs> it's so robotic. What the hell? Welcome to 2020. I am a good global citizen. Dr. Gregor will teach me how to have endless orgasms and idolize sexuality. All good global citizens, please, please join us where we learn about the sexuality from Dr. Gregor. Check it out. Check it out. Mm. Author of How Not to Die, How Not to Diet, and more recently, how to survive a pandemic. And more recently, how to say things in a completely dead way, where your voice will hold no weight, and where it seems like you don't give a shit about what you're saying. In this interview, I ask lots of questions about sexuality, and if we can improve our sex lives with a whole foods, plant-based diet. Check it out. Oh, Okay, we are recording now. So it works. Great. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me. It's been a, this has been on my to do list for some time actually to speak to you. So I, I had the. <laughs> I love watching Dr. Gregor's fake facial expressions so much. I don't know what it is. I love watching this guy. I can I can watch this guy for so long. Um, a few months ago, and I'm so glad it's uh, it's today. And um, usually I'm an influencer and I make um, content about um, sexuality and I describe myself as an orgasm activist. But I'm also... Um, yeah, Dr. Gregor, also an orgasm activist, giving free orgasms to all the ladies all the time. Most of my life, and I'm very proud right. it. But my audience is not vegan, so sometimes I put some vegan content out and they're like, oh... <laughs> You have to be very careful, you know. So I really wanted to make a video or make some content about um, sexual benefits of a plant-based, whole foods, plant-based diet. Because um, I believe it's orgasmic, but is it really? So I really wanted to know. But is it really orgasmic? It's like, what does the science say? Is a plant-based diet orgasmic or no? Because obviously there are so many other health benefits. So it must affect sexuality somehow. So I've got a series of questions going from seduction to sex to just the whole process, really. So do it. Okay. So starting off, I wanted to know 
starting off with the seduction phase. Does diet influence our pheromones? Um, there haven't been any studies um, done on diet and pheromones, but there has been a lot of studies done on the effect of diet on um, skin coloration. Mm-hmm. And so this is uh, regardless of whether you are Caucasian skin or Asian skin or African skin, you, uh, the carotenoids in fruits and vegetables, particularly brightly colored fruits and vegetables, gets deposited in your skin from the inside out and gives people this uh, this kind of golden glow which is associated with health. Uh, <laughs> so does it there's no proof that it's gonna give you spectacular orgasms, but it's gonna make you glow. You're gonna glow like Dr. Gregor. You will glow <laughs> So just as a peacock can, uh, can <laughs> what? <laughs> associated with health. Um, so just as a peacock can, uh, can, can, can attract the peahen with their amazing coloration, so can eating some fruits and vegetables. And so you actually set people... Dude, you look green. <laughs> you look fucking green. <laughs> you just like a peacock. Are you a peacock or a peahen, Dr. Gregor? Is your peacock? Are you peacocking right now? This orgasm activist looks like she's about ready to blow. <laughs> she's about ready to explode. She's exploding with desire for your glowing vegan body, Dr. Gregor. You are glowing, bro. You're glowing. Down in front of identical pictures that have been tweaked to the, uh, the differences in colors you get from eating fruits and vegetables for a couple of weeks, um, you, they actually uh, consistently choose as more sexually attractive, and this happens... Wait, 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 What did you just say? They, tweet, they took pictures, and they tweaked the colors, and you're saying that, oh, those colors, that's what vegan makes you, those colors, and those make bitches horny. <laughs> what? What is this? This is the strangest thing I've ever heard. I've heard some strange things in my life. But this is very strange, Dr. Greenskin Gregor. Most actual. Let's go back. Let's go back. As you get from eating fruits and vegetables. All right. Eating some fruits and vegetables. And so you actually set people down in front of identical pictures that have been tweaked to the uh, the differences in colors you get from eating fruits and vegetables for a couple of weeks. <laughs> so if you put a, if you take a picture, you take a Tristan picture and you put on the left a Tristan picture with no filter, on the right a Tristan picture with vegan filter, making you look like a person with a beautiful glow that a vegan has from having a super high homocysteine levels and low V vitamin B12 levels, low iron, low iodine, low zinc levels, infertility level nutrient intake. If you switch those pictures, if you put those pictures side by side, bitches be mohoney <laughs> for the vegan tweaked pictures. What a joke. What a freaking joke. This is this is the, the the chief of vegan science. This is the the uh, the head of the, the the vegan Scientology division, Doctor Gregor. Um, you they actually uh, consistently choose as more sexually attractive, and this happens for both men 
and women, heterosexuals, homosexuals, any kind of skin tone, when you tweak it for that more carotenoids, that kind of, there's, there's this little golden glory, that is associated with sexual attraction in the human beings. Um, and so, uh, and more, and, and, and you say, well, is it just getting people more tanned? No, it's actually different. And so it's more important um, to have that, to have carotenoids in skin than actually have the extra melanin in your skin in terms of uh, getting tanned for people with... Um, there you go. There you go, everybody. Science. Science. With lighter skin. Um, and there's also, and the second part of that is this rosy glow that comes along with the improved blood flow. Oh. Um, and so... No wonder why I have So is anybody seeing this healthy glow, this rosy glow on any vegans that they know, any public vegans? Do any of them exhibit this beautiful glow? And what color is this glow? <laughs> a, uh, a, a healthy diet centered around whole plant food um, and reducing the things that, uh, that can clog blood flow such as trans fat, saturated fat, and dietary cholesterol, well, no wonder you'd get that extra blood flow, you get that flushing effect, which can signal sexual attractiveness. Um, and so, it's a, so eating healthy is a great way to, to kick off a good romance. <laughs> I call it the vegan glow. So it's true that's a vegan glow. No, it's it is a vegan glow. It's a combination of those carotenoids and the improved blood flow. Great. So the next phase, libido. So I recently um, came across a video on YouTube, it was um, some influencers, they were twins, I think one of them tried a vegan uh, diet for 30 days and he said that um, he lost his libido, I thought that was quite interesting, oh. it should be the opposite, I was thinking, obviously it depends what you eat, um, oh. but are there any, oh. any studies about, oh. about plant-based diets and libido, for example? Oh, I just couldn't believe it! Oh. How about all these vegans talking about how they leave veganism, they eat some animal foods, and their libido comes back? Oh, I've never heard of such a thing. Oh. Yes. Um, so, well, we have, yeah, we have studies on uh, both men and women improving their um, uh, um, intake of whole plant foods and seeing not just improvements in sexual function, which probably we'll get to in a little bit, but also improvements in libido for both men and women. Um, it may be a testosterone effect, which also um, improves uh, libido in women. I'm actually just working on today a, um, a video on uh, the use of fenugreek. To be the big uh, man, the big daddy. Got someone who wants to be the big man, the big daddy. Delbridge, the big man, the big daddy of the stream today. Since five bucks says, good blood circulation is necessary, not the carotenoids. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Carotenoids are not absolutely necessary for human health. Guess what we do need, though? Vitamin A in the form, in the fat-soluble soluble form, rather, not the carotenoid form. So vitamin A from carrots is not the same as vitamin A from liver. Now, vitamin A, very, very important. Super important, that vitamin A. Oh, there you go. Somebody else mentioned Delbridge says, what increases blood circulation? Circulation, L-arginine, which the best source is meat. L-citrulline is found in watermelon. I used to eat it a lot and nothing happened. Yeah, arginine, very important and high levels in meat. Creatine, very important, high levels in meat. 
right? But you know, don't don't let reality get in the way of a good narrative, right? Um, to uh, not today as well. That's what? Good. I was looking at fenugreek today as well for the iron content. I was amazed. I've never heard of it before, and I was I was oh. thinking, how come I've never heard? Fenugreek for iron. Oh, I'm going to get iron from fenugreek, from a spice. They're going to put a little bit of ground-up shit on your food. What the hell? Jessica's offended over here. She's like, what are you talking about? You're not going to get a significant amount of iron from fenugreek. You're going to get iron, heme iron, from animal foods. Stop playing around. I've this before. I've never heard well, of it. Well, it increases uh, testosterone in men and women. Um, and uh, and uh, along with that, uh, um, an increase in libido. Um, uh, so yeah, I'm not just. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, so uh, so a, a fenugreek spiced plant-based diet would be a good way to go. Wow. So <laughs> let's rewind this. So you guys want the secret to? You guys want the secret to libido? It increases uh, testosterone in men and women. How come I've never heard of this before? I've never heard well, of it. Well, so well, it increases uh, testosterone in men and women, um, and uh, and uh, along with that, uh, um, an increase mm. in libido. Um, uh, so yeah, I don't know, just uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, uh, but uh, but uh, uh, so a a fenugreek-spiced plant-based diet would be a good way to go. Yes, fenugreek-spiced. <laughs> Like I was looking at it on Amazon thinking, should I get the seeds or the oil? Any, any? Seeds. Always. Whole foods. Okay, great. Uh, what about maca powder? I've heard that's a kind of, um, some of my male friends who would take that, they say they have lots of more morning glory episodes with maca powder. Oh, well, bypass that. Instead of taking maca powder, go ahead and put a, uh, a full life-size poster of me, yours truly, Dr. Michael Greger. On your wall or on your uh, bedpost, or perhaps hang a life-size poster or, you know, a cardboard cutout of me, Dr. Gregor, coming at you live from my treadmill. Go ahead and hang that on your ceiling, and that will increase your dopamine, and will also allow you to have longer, more profoundly hard erections. So simply hanging a picture of myself... Dr. Michael Greger, on your ceiling or on your wall, can help you increase your libido by 3,000%. And also, if you add some fenugreek in there, it'll double or triple it or whatever. Yeah, but don't eat meat. Don't go eat meat. Don't go eat the building block of your sex steroid hormones, cholesterol, which you require, which your myelin sheaths, which your whole central nervous system is made out of. Don't eat that stuff. Okay, let's look at uh, PubMed. Duh, let's look at it. I looked at it, it was very disappointing. I wanted to do a video about it because I got a lot of questions. Um, and, uh, but um, but it was, uh, the data was really disappointing at the time. Let's see. Oh, it didn't tell me what I wanted to hear, so let's see. Well, there you go, Dr. Gregor. So there's peak vegan performance right there, peak vegan form. Dr. Michael Gregor. Phoenix compilations. What's up, Delbridge? Arrest and bitch face. Rachel S. Ken Wang. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? You think Dr. Gregor's advice here? You think we should take heed to Dr. Gregor's advice? Shall we listen to the great Dr. Gregor, or should we eat animal foods? 
I'm not having any difficulty. Again, I'm bigger than you. I'm stronger than you. Excuse me. <laughs> Gladius Celestia sends five euros. Those are euros, I think. Yeah, those are euros. Five euros. Says all vegetarian diets are basically anti-sex and libido diets. That's why some cults and monks practice it in history. Ancestors of Kellogg's for X. So vegetarian vegan diets are known to decrease fertility, are known to decrease vitality. Right? The, the Seventh-day Adventists actually used plant-based diets to decrease fertility. That was the goal, to decrease your fertility. So these people are pushing the Seventh-day Adventist diet designed to keep you from being fertile. And they're telling you that it's going to make you fertile. Completely nonsensical. Totally inverted. Totally insane. All right. So, I mean, as, look, as long as we, you guys keep supporting, we'll go. We'll do 24-hour streams if you guys are going to support these. I want to say I appreciate all the Streamlabs. Streamlabs is the best way to support there's been some YouTube, uh, what's it called, super chats as well. That's a good way to support. But this, all this libido advice, what do you think? You guys think this is worthwhile? You guys want to take ad libido advice from this dude, Dr. Gregor? You think this is good advice? We there have been four randomized controlled trials to date on, um, on maca and human sexual uh, function or desire. And dun, da, da, dun. Um, no, let's jump forward. We'll uh, jump all the way. Female forward. pelvic anatomy can lead to decreased vaginal engorgement, uh, clitoral erectile insufficiency What? Vasculogenic uh, female dysfunction. What can we do about it? What we can do is we can improve our arterial function. How do we do Okay, that? Let, me, let me back this up a little bit. <laughs> what the hell are you talking about? Maybe greens work too. It's just the green kiwis haven't been uh, tested yet. I mean, maybe they work better. We just don't know. Okay, so again, back to um, the female lubrication. Is there anything that can help um, specifically with the female lubrication? Or yes. Just, like, lowering, lowering one's cholesterol. Um, <laughs> it's through, uh, so hyperlipidemia, there's a study I did a video about called hyperlipidemia and sexual function in premenopausal women, and women with high cholesterol report significantly lower arousal. Remember, cholesterol is your sex steroid hormone building block. That's what you build testosterone out of. That's what you build sex steroid hormones out of. You say, oh, just throw your cholesterol, let's bring it down to zero. Orgasm, lubrication, and satisfaction. And it's because the atherosclerosis of the, of the blood vessels supply, um, supplying the pelvic... Total nonsense here. So he's saying, if you have cholesterol in your body, you ain't going to get that whap. Yeah, Cardi B, you get him joining the Cardi B crew. You, you can't get that whap. You can't get that whap. Unless you have low cholesterol. Low cholesterol going to make them, them, them whaps. Gonna lube up them waps. Low cholesterol, good. High cholesterol, bad. Female pelvic anatomy can lead to decreased. No, remember, low cholesterol, low serum cholesterol level, highly associated with more risk-seeking behavior, depression, suicide, violent behavior, early death, low 
cholesterol is highly associated with dying more. Why do you think that is? Maybe, maybe, maybe these people are wrong. Maybe everything they've been telling you is absolute hogwash. Vaginal engorgement, uh, clitoral erectile insufficiency syndrome. Um, so it's, it's the same, very similar. It's these vascular uh female dysfunction. What can we do about it? What we can do is we can improve our arterial function. How do we do that? We reduce the three food components that increase our cholesterol, which is trans fats from these hydrogen endorphins, mostly in junk. <laughs> trans fats, that's plant based shit. That's a margarine you're getting. Food, but also meat and dairy. No, no, no. Dairy contains CLA, which is known to be a beneficial so called trans fat. And raw milk, dairy contains CLA, which is good. I just, you, there's not enough time to go through all the lies that these people tell. Saturated fat found predominantly meat, dairy, and junk, but also found in a few <sighs> topical oils like coconut oil. Um, and then dietary cholesterol found concentrated mostly in egg yolks. Um, so we cut the... <laughs> all right, we had a super chat. Let's see, about 11 minutes ago. I must have missed this one. Delbridge donates five bucks, says good blood circulation is necessary. Not the carotenoids. I don't know if I read that one, but read it again just in case. Gladius Celestia. Oh, we already read this one. All vegetarian diets are basically anti-sex and libido diets. That's why some cults and monks practice it in history. Rat Splatigan donates five bucks. And doesn't even say anything. Thank you, Rat Splatigan, for that five dollar donation via Streamlabs. Streamlabs is the best way to donate. And then we can add foods um, that um, uh, improve uh, um, uh, that uh, that. The pull cholesterol, even um, uh, you eliminate all things that increase cholesterol, oh, there's things you can add that pull cholesterol down even further. That's like uh, this is so. So, look, here, here's what you get when you pull cholesterol so far down. You end up looking like this dude, acting like this dude. So called Portfolio Diet at the University of Toronto. Um, which is adding a portfolio of plant foods actually put so it's a it's a vegan diet but then you add on particular foods such as slimy foods uh viscous soluble fiber foods like okra eggplant uh oatmeal um nuts on down the list um and that can put your cholesterol down even more and then in terms of increasing the function of the arteries not just the structure by clearing out all that plaque but improving the uh, function of the arteries why is it that ve vegans and vegetarians have just right. The, the the number let's see the number one killer of vegans and vegetarians. Guess what it is. Guess what it is. Heart disease. Hmm. You want to eat nitrate-containing vegetables, um, most concentrated, which is arugula, but all the greens mm -hmm. as well as beets and beaches. Oh, great. That's kind so of runners use it to kind of improve the blood flow for athletic performance, but you can have that same effect in terms of sexual performance. Okay, great. So next, um, about similar to pheromones um, relation, in relating to the smell and taste of a body, um, imagine if you're in this situation where you're very intimate, um, are there any foods <laughs> yes. that influence semen or, or vaginal odor or aroma or anything like that? That's, uh, that, that there, there's one study I'm aware of um, uh, and it was on Ugh. body odor. And what they did is they had men wear, uh, and, and so unfortunately the study was just done on men, 
um, where they had uh, um, men wear axillary pads to collect body odor, basically like pads put in their armpits um, uh, for um, uh, all day, all night. Um, and then, uh, then they had people wear extra layer of clothes. They really wanted to kind of ripen up that smell. Um, this was a small study, 17 men, um, uh, two weeks eating meat like they'd regularly done, and then two weeks just not eating meat. The only change in their diet, two weeks on, two weeks off, and then they took 30 young women and had them basically sniff the pads and not knowing who was, which pad was from which guy and whether they were on meat or not, and found that the fresh odor samples were significantly more uh, pleasant significantly more attractive, significantly more masculine <laughs> um, on the non-meat diet. On the <laughs> they put maxi pads. They, they, they dressed up some vegans and non-vegans in maxi pads and had them sweat their asses up in the maxi pads. And then they had some e-thoughts come and sniff them. And the science clearly shows that the e-thoughts waps were far wappier with a vegan diet. <laughs> you guys, you guys want to make them waps flap? You gotta wait. You want to wait them, make them waps slap the ground? Eat the vegan diet. Cover yourself in maxi pads, and science will show you that those beezies who sniff them maxi pads will much prefer for their wap if you're vegan. Vegetarian diet after they had pulled meat um, from their diet. Um, so, uh, no studies I'm aware of on the, the taste or smell of vaginal secretions or semen. Uh, certainly, there's a lot of anecdotal stuff around. But in terms of body odor, um, or at least axillary body odor, we know that at least for men um, and for heterosexual women, you can get an improvement um, in body odor by uh, cutting meat out of your diet in as short as two weeks. Oh, great. So, I've always heard this anecdote about um, um, pineapple being good and as Asparagus being bad, apparently. That's a kind of. Um, I mean, you can imagine. I mean, you can imagine. I mean, if asparagus makes your pee smell bad, I mean, one can. I don't know, but uh, you know what you have to do? Put it to the test. Put it to the test. <laughs> there you go, Doctor Gregor. He's currently, you know, he's got some pheromones for sale. If you guys want some Doctor Gregor pheromones, you can buy that. At a hefty price, that's that's a good monetization scheme, dude. I mean, if you if it ever stops working out for you, Doctor Gregor, there we go. I got Jay Dyer in the chat. What's up, Jay? What's up, Jay? Someone tried to trigger me earlier. It was like Jay Dyer streaming right now. I was like, oh, young boomer, young my nemesis, <laughs> young boomer, dared to stream on the same day as me, right? I <laughs> just plan to ruin you, Jay Dyer. You've not ruined me yet, Jay Dyer. <laughs> Dude, it's it's been way too, we've been like four hours here, man. We're almost done. Yeah, shout out to Jay Dyer. We referenced some of Jay Dyer's work earlier. Jay, we were talking about uh, we talked about Klaus Schwab. I've been I've been highlighting some of Schwabby's Schwabby's book here, The Fourth Industrial Revolution. I mean, the, the dude lays out, the dude lays out every single thing, everything that we see happening now, everything we see being rolled out now with the excuse of, oh, we're going to save you from some virus. We see this all, 
laid out plan in Klaus Schwab's book. So we talked about that earlier. Guys, check out Jay's video on Klaus Schwab. Jay turns up and the stream stops, exactly. We just ignore him. We ban him. We ban him and his... We're, we're, talking, we're here talking about how to increase the fertility of your boomer fluids with Dr. Kreger. And Jay Dyer's got to show up. You just need all the attention, don't you, Jay? You need all of it. And you guys, check out Jay's channel. He did a good video on the Fourth Industrial Revolution book by Klaus, Klaus Schwab. Klaus Schwab. Now, I have to go back and listen to Jay Dyer's stream from earlier, and it was probably a good one, too. Top 10 bad arguments against the transcendental argument for God. Guys, make sure to check out that one. Most of you already were on that one during my stream. You guys were cheating on me. Y'all was cheating. <laughs> Y'all was cheating. All right, so I don't, even, I don't even know what else to say. Dr. Gregor telling you how to optimize your boomer fluids. I don't know. Should we, we go like two minutes more maybe? I got I to gotta get out of here. I got to get out. It's been like four hours of streaming. Four hours of streaming. That's like a like a fifth of my day. I mean, what do you mean? You don't need a study to do it. You have someone eat some pineapple. You find out. <laughs> that sounds fun. Um, so after that, after that um, um, closeness, um, what about fertility? Is there any? Are there any? Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. There's plenty of uh, information out there. Plenty of studies showing that. Infertility is highly prevalent among vegan dieters. And if you, if you want to be infertile for as long as you possibly can be, go vegan. Remember, we talked about earlier, ranchers and farmers understand that if your ruminant animals are deficient in things like zinc, iodine, and calcium, they won't be fertile. But if you give them a shot of zinc, iodine, and calcium, they will be fertile if they were once infertile before. Hmm. Hmm. Do plant-based diets help fertility for those who have sex for that purpose? Absolutely. Have sex for that purpose. For the, for the purpose that you should be having sex for. For the only purpose that sex exists for is procreation. Yes, it's enjoyable. But like we talked about earlier, it becomes an idol. Look at all these people idolizing this. Look at all these people bowing before the WAP. Bowing before Cardi B's disgusting, stanky-ass WAP. Bowing down before OnlyFans. That the one thing that sexuality and procreate, that sexuality is supposed to be for, which is procreation. The one thing that sexuality is supposed to be used for Oh, well, if you just want to, if you want to use it to have a baby, uh, uh, if you want to have a baby, Dr. Greger, who promotes vasectomies, right? This completely inverted reality where they tell you that sexuality is just for fun. Go put your pee-pee in the poo-poo. It feels so good. Just do what feels good. Just do it for fun. Do what feels good. They get you to idolize these things and use them in the wrong place for the wrong reason. Let's let's hear this. Let's hear him cope with the very very obvious data concerning infertility and vegan diets, including low homo. Um, sorry, not not low homocysteine, but low vitamin B12, resulting in infertility. Low zinc results in infertility. Low copper results in infertility. Low heme iron results in infertility. 
All of these can only be attained from animal foods. Low iodine results in infertility. But this guy's going to sit here. Let's hear what he says. If you want to be a professional coomer, and you're going to schwank your stank, vegan gains on OnlyFans, you don't have to worry about becoming pregnant because, hey, babies are bad for the planet anyways. Absolutely. Both male and um, uh, female fertility. Um, and so I have videos on all of them, um, on, uh, on both male and female fertility. Um, uh, let me see. God. Boy, those were a long time. Let me see what these videos were. Wow. Your <laughs> fake excitement. All right. That's it. We can't, I, we, we, there's nothing more necessary. Why should we even suffer this more? Like, what is he going to say? nothing for about five minutes y'all motherfuckers need jesus donated five bucks says since jasmine now has to sell her butt online i bet the virgin gains does gay for pay like all other bodybuilders well we <laughs> i mean we did show that vegan gains has his only fans now and as he said earlier it's going to be mostly pictures of his genitalia so who's going to be consuming that a bunch of gay coomers <laughs> he's making content he's doing gay for pay Vegan gains, gay for pay. So yes, it's what is going on right now. Right now. So thank you for the super chat. That's not even a super chat. That's a, a Streamlabs. Streamlabs is the best way to support. And I can just sit here for a little bit while more and tell you guys, hey, support, support, and wait for more Streamlabs to roll through. That is the best way to go. But we got we to gotta move on. We got to move on. We'll do another stream. Today is Wednesday. We'll do another stream on either tomorrow or Friday or Saturday. It'll probably end up being Saturday. The next live coaching call in our private forum, in our members forum, is going to be Friday. If you guys want to become a member, primaledgehealth.com, you can get in on that coaching call. Um, I don't know. if they, it, We might do another stream tomorrow, and we might wait till Friday or Saturday for the next one. We'll see what's up with that. What do you guys think? This is a fun stream. It's been four hours, though. This is way too long. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock here. 12 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. What's that, like 9 o'clock on the West Coast? Phoenix Compilations. Thank you for saying that's a great stream. I thought it was a fun one. It was good. I'm not going to be able to sleep for at least another hour because of all this artificial light blasting me. But I'll go, uh, I'm gonna go hop in a hot bath. Enjoy that. Jessica's already in bed. She's done. She's gone. <laughs> all right, guys. Thanks for the support. For those of you who, uh, who do support via the Streamlabs, that's the best way. Super chat's cool. I appreciate the super. Oops, excuse me. I appreciate the super chats. 
I appreciate the Streamlabs. I appreciate all the support we get from the audience here. If you want our support, if you want our support as well, become a member, primaledgehealth.com slash membership. Next coaching call is Friday. I think it's going to be Friday at all. I think it's 12 Eastern Standard Time. I could be wrong on that one, but I think we scheduled it yesterday. We do weekly coaching calls in there. If you go, if you want private coaching, you can still hit us up, primaledgehealth.com slash coaching. Um, yeah. I think we're done. Should we finish should we finish with a with a nineties song? <laughs> with a shitty nineties song. Gotta sign out with some sort of a shitty nineties song, right? What was that one? I wanna stand with you on a mountain. <laughs> what nineties song can sum up this this stream? I wanna lay with you in the sea. Until the sky falls down over me. <laughs> Hold my hand, Hootie. Hold my hand. You need like three singers to do Hootie. You need like three of those. Like three singers. Who? What else? What else is there out there? Hey now, you're an all star. <laughs> Get your game on. Go play. You guys, you guys all know that I am the greatest rapper of all time. There's only one rapper. There's only one rapper who actually. There's only one rapper who's known to be better than me, and that is the guy from Smash Mouth. The guy from, there's only one rapper greater than Lil AIDS, and that's the guy from Smash Mouth. But there's one rapper that we know is worse than Lil AIDS, and that's Young Boomer. Young Boomer, Jay Dyer. He's got smashed in a rap battle. Look at all you, all the viewers are leaving. They don't even want to hear this. They don't want to hear my amazing freestyle rap. They don't want to hear my amazing freestyle rap. But you have to. I'm sorry. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. I ain't the stoppers tune in the shed. She was looking kind of dumb with a finger and a thumb in the shape of an L on her forehead. I wrote this song. This is my rap. This is freestyle. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Head to the roots and they hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to see, so much wrong with taking the back streets. You never know if you don't go. Hey, you never shine if you don't glow. This is my own freestyle. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. How's that? That's freestyle. I just made that up the top of my freaking head. Top of my head. A young boomer in the chat all jealous of my rhymes. 
It's a cool place, and they say it gets colder. You're bundled up now, wait till you get older. The media man good to differ, judging by the hole in the satellite picture. The ice we skate is getting pretty thin. The water's getting warm, so you might as well swim. My world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it, and I never get bored. Hey now, you're an all-star. This is freestyle. your game on. Go play. Hey now, get your breath. This is all the top of my head, all right? That's freaking sick. Sickest rhymes ever laid out. You know, stop. Stop it. Stop it. You guys all know that was the best. If the media man loves to differ, we'll do by the whole and the satellite picture. The eyes we skate are getting pretty thin. The water getting worse, so you might well swim. My world's on fire, how about yours? That's the way I like it, and I never get bored. Uh. Hey now, you're an all star, get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get paid. All that glitters is gold. Only shooting stars break the mold. Like, I don't even write rhymes. I just rap. It just comes from me. A straight up freestyle, best freestyle ever. So much to do, so much to see. So what's wrong with taking the back streets? You never know if you don't go. Hey, you never shine if you don't glow. What's up? Nobody can top that. Who can top that? Who can top that? Best rapper ever. Best rapper ever. Total freestyle. Look at this. Look at these haters in this chat. These haters in the chat trying to say that I didn't just freestyle that. Whatever. Whatever, dude. You want more? I can just off the top of my mind all day. Somebody once asked if I could spare some changeful gas. I need to get myself away from this place. I said, yep, what a concept. I could use a little fuel myself. And we could all use a little change. Well, the years start coming and they don't stop coming. Fed through the rules and I hit the ground running. Didn't make sense not to live for fun. Your brain gets smart, but your head gets dumb. So much to do, so much to say, so much wrong with taking the bastries. Right? Sickest. The sickest flow. The sickest flow. Come on, that's the real. That's freestyle. I just, I just made that up top of my head. Top of my head. What's young Boomer got? Nothing. He's just there typing with his little wrench. So much to do, so much to see, so much wrong with taking the bastards. Uh, you never know if you don't go. Uh, you never shine if you don't glow. Hey now, you're an all-star. Get your game on. All that. Like I can just, I can just go for days. I just flow. I just flow. The ice we skate is getting pretty thin. The water's getting warm, so you might as well swim. My world's on fire. How about yours? That's the way I like it, and I never get bored. Mm. Done. Mic drop. End stream.